Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with DJ. Hey, baby. Hi, baby. Hello, baby. Hi, baby. Love you, baby. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I gotta kick that to step down by the back. That's uh, uh, that guy. <laughs> Dennis Miller. <laughs> Dennis the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great character. That's not bad. That add, it pretty to, good. add it to the repertoire. Yeah. And uh, joining us are two ladies, one of which I'm married to. Guess which one? <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Hi, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Two other babies. Uh, Kristen's here. Hi. I'll shake them up. Hello. Uh, and Megan's here. Hi. The wife. That's me. <laughs> uh, what's your cool nickname? Megan? I don't know. Um... She, Don't to, put her on the spot <laughs> like that. You come up with it. It has to come organically. There's okay. nothing uncooler than coming up with your own nickname. Like I DJ be... did. I mean, I'm fine not having a nickname, too. Just my own name is fine. No. That's okay. What about the... I'm scared of what it might be, so I'm fine with just my name. <laughs> I like the Mexicals. Mexico. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. always been a Mexican. That's your gamer tag that I created for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at Overwatch. <laughs> uh, sometimes you are. Uh, yeah, so welcome to the show. Uh, we're here. We're having a good time. Uh, what have you been up to, gang? Real quick. Kristen, real quick. Three three sentence check-in. Oh, uh, I don't know. Nothing. Well, one, two. <laughs> At all. Three. Great. <laughs> uh, DJ. I uh, bought all of those Friday the 13th books. And? I'm waiting for them in the mail. And then? I got two of them, and two are on the way. Cool. Uh, Meg, three sentence check-in. Um, I had today off. Yeah? I watched... Almost all of um, Carnival Row. Okay. And I still don't really understand what's going on on it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. I hope so. <laughs> Great. How, uh, how many Friday the Thirteenth books are there? There are four in this. Uh, in this, um, you know, this, like there's a bunch of Friday the Thirteenth books. Some of them are like the movies novels novelization, but uh, for this particular, like the one that we read. Or the one that John Weaver and I read. And, uh, Ooh, shade. Yeah. <laughs> what a great book club. Yeah. Um, Didn't Arez read it? He must have. He started it. Huh. So us three read it and talked about it, and it was really great. Uh, but there's three more after that, and um, I managed to get them for a reasonable price. Ooh. Those are cool things to have. Yeah. I loved that first book. Huh. I got it. Maybe I should read it. Yeah. So the first book was based on the movie? No. So it takes. they all take place right after um, Jason Goes to Hell, which is the ninth movie. Oh. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but mm-hmm. it, it is like a lot of it is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of it does and feel gory, like- gory, right? Pretty gory. It's yeah. not too bad. Because um, it's kind of like Goosebumps meets Friday the 13th, so they can't be too over the top with it. But, right. Um, and then he chopped off his butt. The, the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say it's one of the worst ways to go. <laughs> when I went to the used bookstore to look for them, I wasn't sure if I should look in like the teen section or not. Yeah, I, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? I thought it would question. be like a babysitter's club type mo- type book. Yeah, I had never even heard of them. So if I were to find one in the wild, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, it was very when weird. were they written? So they're fairly new then, right? Uh, yeah, they were like the mid 90s. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
this Corona. Uh, so last week, Kristen, you won. Yes, Yay. I did. It was close, though. Not for Very me. Cl- I, <laughs> yeah. I took away my vote for you and what? gave it to Kristen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you were a lost cause, so I wanted to support a winning she, team. She knew. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't wait to uh, cook and then have you not eat. <laughs> Ouch. She knows a winner when she sees one. Yeah, she married one. Mm. She married one. She married one. She married. So uh, your deaths are due. I have them here. Are they ready to go? They're ready to go. Okay. Um, so I just do them, right? <laughs> I mean, you can do that or we could really build it up. No, I don't. Let's not build it up. Let's just go for it. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay. <sighs> <laughs> you got this. It's just reading words. I know. I know. Okay. Friendly's watermelon roll enthusiast, Matthew Vincenti, was counted among the dead in last night's gruesome highway car crash. (laughs) After bailing on his friend's wedding without saying goodbye, Matthew became distracted on the road while passionately singing along to his favorite band, (laughs) Korn. All that remained of his purple Kia was a tattered license plate that read horny for corny. (laughs) In lieu of flowers, donations can be made in Matthew's name to the Blind and Malnourished Vegan Coalition of Boston. (laughs) That's right. Somebody went blind because they didn't eat the right stuff. That was so good. Um, Frontman DJ O'Sullivan. Frontman? Of renowned Adam Sandler cover band, The Charlie Horses, has died (laughs) under mysterious circumstances, say local authorities. Investigators suspect foul play as his body was found floating in an ungodly amount of eggnog. (laughs) Father of the deceased, Victor Von Fries, insists, (laughs) quote, DJ was always responsible when he was noggin. This just just doesn't make any sense. But I will get my revenge for my son. It's a dish best served cold, so put on your Sunday's finest. It's time to feast. End quote. DJ's ashes will be scattered by request at the site of his favorite television show, Full House. (laughs) Alongside the mom. (laughs) Him. Becky. (laughs) Um... CEO and founder of Make Fun Network, Matt the Tube Bistini. <laughs> tube. <laughs> Look at his tube. <laughs> My tube showing. <laughs> Matt the Tube Bistini was found dead in his home early Monday morning. Bistini, a once celebrated voice actor made famous for his beloved Chucky character, retreated from the spotlight in later years after allegations surfaced of his feeding my cereal kink. (laughs) (laughs) Investigators investigators reported an empty cinnamon bottle and spoon were found next to the body and suspect he attempted the cinnamon challenge unsuccessfully. They have ruled his death both accidental and embarrassing. (laughs) There, is that it? Uh, services will be held at and catered by local favorite food chain, Boston Market. Ah, those are so good. Very good. Ah, those are awesome. Good job, Kristen. Thanks. Very creative. Thanks. I like that you said investigators. I know. <laughs> I just pictured an alligator that's like... At the In a vest? St- yeah. He's <laughs> like just looking Aww. to invest into you know, the great, next big thing. That's a great costume idea. Yeah. Like dress up like an alligator, yeah. but be an investment banker. Yeah. yeah. Don't steal it. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, so this week, we got another four-person show, and it's a music-related show, so I'm going to do my best to keep it moving as much as possible, so it's not a three-hour episode. Yeah. Uh, so what are we talking about this week? Whose idea was this? It wasn't mine. Uh, yeah, I think it was mine. DJ, what are we doing? 
Uh, we are doing top five sad songs. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, uh, could, it could be f- like, it could make you sad in a sad way, mm-hmm. and it could also make you sad in a happy way. Mm-hmm. Sad in a happy way? Yeah. Yeah. There's happy sadness. What? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm happy sad now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 all right. Happy sad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm. nostalgia what, or... Uh, what do you have, like two emotions? And like, yeah. how do you... Um, What do you mean? Like how you don't I feel just, happy, sad sometimes? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like tears of joy? That or like maybe uh, when Christmas time rolls around and you, you're happy, but you're also sad because um, it's, it reminds you of like the old days and, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Or you're nostalgic and... Are you that fucking dumb? You I don't know what how sad is? <laughs> no, I think I just like to, you Cry. know, take emotions for what they are and not try to conflate two to make one up. Nostalgic is one thing. Mm-hmm. But this isn't top five nostalgic songs. This is top five right. sad songs. Right. I didn't say top five nostalgic songs. Well... You're right. You I picked top five to sad hear. songs. Yeah. So the happy sad threw me off because I don't know the hell you're talking about i get it yeah i know you guys well, like get when it. you have if you have one of those on your list then we'll hear you talk about yeah it. i don't know if i do but yeah. it's possible it is possible. i understand what you're saying i just don't i just oh, never thought there of it, it is <laughs> i just never thought of it as like a happy sad i just thought of it like you said as like a nostalgic feeling well yeah like I mean, a bittersweet i'm just opening the yeah, bittersweet happy sad that's not the same thing yeah bittersweet is bittersweet it's not happy sad it's bittersweet yeah we should talk more about this. And not no, we should. <laughs> no, yeah, Welcome to Top 5 Semantics. <laughs> oh, today we're splitting hairs on uh, <laughs> definitions of words. No, I can't afford to lose anymore. Uh, are you going bald, Kristen? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Man, join the club. No. Uh, um, so I will... I am so... I don't know what songs anyone could have picked that would be sadder than my songs. <laughs> Fuck mm. you. I what? especially my number one. If 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 I don't win this week, everyone is wrong. Do, I'm I'm going that hard on this one. Matt, are they sad because of what they mean to you, or no. they just sound sad? No, they are sad songs to listen to. My number one, especially, is is very sad. Okay, I feel like I know what one of your what's on your list. Maybe maybe not. But let's get into it. Uh, anyway. DJ, do you mind kicking us off? Oh, I was just gonna say you should kick us off because you're talking the talk over here. Oh, mm-hmm. especially yeah, my number one. Uh, I mean, I can and will. My number five isn't that. So I, I'll go first if you want me to. I don't know. Yes, please. I haven't started in like four years. Please. So I'll go first. Please, DJ, start right. us off. So <laughs> my number five is uh, a song from Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> is, this and, the, is it the dog one? Is it the, the dog the one? Dog no, yeah. no. <laughs> it's not Arms of an Angel. Oh my god! No. It's the uh, the song from Toy Story Two. <gasps> it's oh. on my list. Oh, it is. It's my oh. number. Uh, Wait, what number is it? But oh, it's on my list. But yeah, I, it's called When She Loved Me. <gasps> yeah, that's, oh, that's my number four. Oh, cool. I think it's my number oh, four. It could sad. be my number three. You, no. and, you and I share an affinity for Toy Story in general, I think, Matt. Yeah, that song is very sad. It's fucked up that they put that in a kid's movie. Right. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, I'm so, going to move it to my number. Actually, you know what? Just for the sake of it, I'm going to move it to my number five because it's okay. kind of interchangeable because I don't want to take it from you. So go on. Okay, that's fine. Um, But... Excuse me, I'm drinking a beer and I <laughs> had to burp. Had um, burp. So, in Toy Story 2, we get introduced to the character Jessie, and we get a little bit of her backstory to the tune of this heart-wrenching song uh, where um, her owner is this little girl who loves her so much and plays with her all the time, and then you start to see her 
like throughout this montage grow up and start to uh, lose interest in the uh, toy of Jesse, and then she gets shoved under the bed, left to like, you know, collect dust, and then it just. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's very, have you not heard this? I've You've seen, seen Toy Story I've seen too. the movie, but I've never listened to it outside of that. Yeah. She has a great voice too. Yeah, yeah she does. I feel like she gets uh, shit for being like like corny. You know what I mean? But like, she has a great voice. No, she does. I really thought that you were gonna say like the MSPCA in the arms oh, of an angel with yeah, all the dogs in like, the cages. If, like, if the, that's horrible. Whoever makes those commercials did the best job anyone could have done. Mm, yes. Those are the saddest songs. Yeah, you have in to the change the voice. channel when they come on. Yeah. Wow, this song. So she, uh, you think that she, everything's gonna be fine, like because uh, the owner finds her, and, and you think that she's like, oh, I forgot about this toy. Let me play with it. But she gets stuffed in a box and left <laughs> on the side of the road. It's the whole montage is so tear jerking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutal. It sucks. And yeah. <laughs> like I, that movie came out when I was probably uh, twelve, I think, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> Any uh, moment in the song in particular? Uh, just like uh, I think this part right here. The just the title of the song, like being sung. Um, but I think it, it's short and sweet. Too. Yeah, I, I think it starts off like in the movie, like the beginning of the song, like starts off with the scene. So I yeah. think the first like minute or so is like the saddest. Yeah, I, it is definitely a sad one. I don't even know sure. if I've listened to the whole song because I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> Probably not. It's actually longer than I thought. It's like a four minutes long. Four minutes? Yeah. At the end, um, it turns into like a really like, it's got like a breakdown at the end. It's a huge mosh part. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably like a Sarah McLaughlin challenge where if you make it through a whole song without okay. killing yourself, then you've <laughs> yeah. won. I, is it um, because of Toy Story that makes you sad? So you like picture the scene and everything. If you listen to it without having that as reference, would it make you sad? I, I think um, I, maybe I wouldn't care as much if I heard the song just by itself before the movie came out. But when you partner them together, it's mm-hmm. like... yeah so depressing mm-hmm. yeah i'm a visual person for sure so yeah. if i have like a visual to tie a song to then it's fucking depressing <laughs> yeah i know that's why i love the toy story movie um, uh, the toy story movies <laughs> yeah uh, i like them because they i mean when you're a little kid you can watch them and you love them but there are such there's like deeper meanings in there I know. that like really break your heart and you can watch them when you're older and i don't especially know especially toy story that's a yeah, that's a complicated a lot of emotions in that. <laughs> I've gotten into arguments with uh, people about you know liking Pixar movies because some people think that just because it's animated, they're for kids. But like all those Pixar movies are just as much for adults as they are for kids. Oh no, God, and, and uh, Pixar and Disney are so smart because they know who their audience is. They know yeah. it's kids and they know it's adults, and they appeal yeah. to both of it. Yeah, some would say that kids and adults are everyone on the planet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's in between stages. <laughs> Listen, it's a toy made for children by children with all the profits going to children. <laughs> really? All the profits? Well, we're all somebody's children. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a... Um, I mean, I totally agree with everything DJ said there. Um, the visuals to it, maybe that's why I... I, I mean, I'll put it this way. I would have never heard the song outside of Toy Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, just to add a little bit more to that scene, she gets dropped off on the side of the road when the sun's going down. I know. So she's like immediately like so scared. like thrown into the darkness almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sad. Wow. Well, there sad, you go. Sad. All right. 
Good number five. Way a lot, to of, kick a lot us. of fun energy in this room right now. Probably by the end. <laughs> uh, Megan, number five. All right. Um, my number five song is also from a movie, and um, kind of going off of what Kristen asked you, I think that it, when I first heard the song, it didn't make me sad. But then when I saw the movie, it ruins me every time I hear it. Oh, I can't wait. And it's shallow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And that song just, oh my God. I love the movie A Star is Born, but I have watched it once and I'll only see it once because the end's so sad. And now every time I hear the song, it just like, it breaks my heart. And the worst part is, is that they've performed it um, on different, like like the Grammys and the Oscars. And every single time I see them, it makes me think that like the the... I mean, without giving away too many spoilers, that the end of the movie was different because they are oh. the characters and they're singing and they're there. I think uh, at this but point it's we not. can spoil it. Right? So I just want to say that I've never seen it. I've, oh, ne- I've I, never. Seen I'm it not going to spoil anything. This is for the you third then. remake. I, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think it's old. Yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, I'm sure it's different than it was back in 1940 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, uh, the the ending is different. Yeah. Um, Somewhat. Yeah. I. Part of me likes the song, but part of me also is like, this is just the new Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow song. <laughs> no, take that back. I can't. I know it's, exactly the song you're talking about. It's, yeah, but if you saw the movie, then it would have more context to yeah. it. I like Lady Gaga. She's so great, and she's so great in this movie. Um, if you want, you can spoiler alert everyone if they're like if they if they're interested in watching the movie. I then think they it's can relevant. I think it's relevant. Yeah, you should. But so I, I don't care. Yeah. About so it spoiler anyway. alert, everyone, fast forward or something. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So Bradley Cooper kills himself in this. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so they which happens in all of them. So basically, like the short story is that she is um, like an aspiring musician. Bradley Cooper is like a big country person. Mm-hmm. Finds her. Um, they fall. He like falls head over heels for her immediately. And then brings her on tour and they're starting to make music. She starts to um, become really famous and she's making more like pop music. Yeah. And he has a lot of like um, like past trauma and like substance abuse problems. So he kind of fall. He, it's kind of like a star is born, right? Like for one star to rise, like, you know, he, he kind of like has to step out of the way to let her become famous and successful. And But she loves him so much and she yeah. tries to make him better. And then at the end of the movie, he goes like he like embarrasses her and then he... Um, goes away to rehab and when he comes back there's this real jerk character in it that's like the manager that basically says like she's not gonna be as famous as she can be if you're around and then they're supposed to perform the song together at a concert and he doesn't show up because he kills himself oh wow yeah that's dark so it's sad and then like the last few scenes is her just like so upset and so distraught because she loved them so much and wanted them to get better and she would have like she wasn't going to go on like her like international tour just to stay home and be with him um, and it's just so sad and afterwards when I hear the song I'm like it just breaks my heart because it's such a pretty song and I think about like the scene where they're like playing it together and then um, it was just like PTSD because at every single award show afterwards they would sit together at like a piano and play it and you'd yeah. look and you'd yeah. be like, oh my God, it's like they're the characters but then they can't because he yeah. died. I know. <laughs> uh, um, that was a really good submission of that and yeah. it kind of makes me want to watch the movie now. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's totally worth it even knowing the ending because someone ruined the ending for me too. Oh, really? Um, and I still loved it because the music is really cool in it and it's just like the whole concept of like it okay. is, is neat. But it also adds to like the corniness that I hate it for because I always thought that they were just like, even acting in real life when they were performing at award shows and stuff and like the way they were looking at each other like it's like they thought the movie hasn't ended yet you know what i mean 
And then oh yeah, now that I no, know, I think how, she secretly loves him. That's maybe. what all the I mean, like, that's what the tabloids say. Yeah, I'm a star news person, <laughs> and that's what they tell me. So. You gotta believe the boards. Yeah. I mean, right. she did call off her ma- her engagement, and then that's he true. did. Yeah. So here's a argument that we're gonna get in right now. Oh, great. Uh, so, Gaga or Cooper? No. <laughs> so here's the thing. This song, this is a love song. Without the context of this movie, it's not a sad song. It makes me feel sad. Only because of you have a you know it from the movie. Yeah, I'm but coming that's, in hard on this episode. Yeah. So what's your fucking I, problem? I'm so, so my songs in here. Some of them are sad, and some of them make me feel sad. Okay, and this makes me feel sad. I think I um, would never say this song is so happy. This is a happy song. Yeah. I mean, even the lyrics, it's a love song, but it's still about them. Like they're they're I don't know. Like the the actual context of the song isn't like we're happy and in love and everything's perfect. Sure, but. On a scale of one to ten, ten being a, like the saddest of sads, this is like a three. Well, on a scale of one to five, I put this at my five. <laughs> so there take you that, go. Matt, yeah. fucking bitch. That's fair. I yes, think, Kristen. I think having like the context is what makes it sad. Cool. I watched. Uh, let's say hypothetically, I watched a, a bus full of children explode to the tune of "Happy Birthday." Does that make "Happy Birthday" a sad song? To you, for it me? might. To you, it might. But it's not objectively a sad song. We're not doing an objective. We're not, but I mean, if... Well, I'm sorry that I, I did this wrong. This is... I don't know what to tell you. This is like, not, I, um, this is not I objective. said this. This is not objective. You have the power to edit this out, so maybe we can just start at my number four. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, no, I'm no, just, no. Just, I'm just setting just, the record straight. Just, I mean, I have honorable mentions. I can pop one of those in there if um if that relaxes you a bit. Relaxes me? I'm perfectly relaxed. <laughs> You're coming in hot. I'm so. said I'm coming in hot I don't on this know. Cool. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. Hey, we're here. DJ, what's up? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Right. Do you want to cheers? Yeah. Hey. All right, so... We're in this together, Kristen. All right. I do like that song, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah, nice save. Wow. <laughs> what save? Listen, this is the fucking top five of goddamn death. There's an authenticity that needs to be upheld here. I wouldn't let anyone get away Have with that. Have you guys that. ever done songs on the show before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we didn't for a while because... Because um, it ended it like this. <laughs> <laughs> you mean began like this? Yeah, began like this. What, having an entertaining conversation? Just like having <laughs> tension. Yeah, that's listen, this is radio. We don't want, I don't want to listen to a, a show of just like a peas in the pot. Everything's great. I want to hear some real... I want to hear opinions being, being uh, Had, leveraged. Yeah. Yeah, so you got an opinion. You let it fly, everybody. This is a house of opinions. I won't hold back. House of opinions is a good show title. International house of opinions. <laughs> I who? <laughs> uh, all right, my number. Well, you, oh no, because I can't go because my number five what was that. Oh, what yeah. just happened? Um, I think Megan like took a sip of her beer and had a hair. A little bit of lime. <laughs> no, it was lime. It was like lime. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my number five was um, when she loved me. So. <laughs> Skirt and all. Have you gone yet? No. Nope. Kristen? All right. So you're number five. Okay. Um, my number five is a song by a band called The Front Bottoms, and the song is called Bathtub. I don't know this one. Oh, I you don't? I don't think so. Come on, Matt. Is it Do on you know Talent it? of the yeah, Hawk? Yeah, The Front Bottoms. Is it on Talent of the Hawk? No, it's uh, on... No, it's um, on their first self-titled. Yeah. Oh, I'm, um, I'm a new jack. It's an early song. And I have like a like a start time. I don't know how you want to handle this, but um, if, if there's something you want to specifically talk about, no. I can definitely jump to the start. No, time. I just didn't want you to have to play the whole song if you didn't want to. But you can definitely start it at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Matt and I went to a front bottom show a few years ago, and it was a really oh fun time. Oh my god, yeah, the floor almost broke. Yeah, they're amazing. We, yeah, went, we saw them once too. 
uh, we do you remember? So yeah, the floor almost broke because it was like I don't know why everyone was like jumping like as they in should. A, it's a show in yeah. the central in like the most center part of the floor, oh, like the least supported part of the floor. <laughs> yeah. the whole crowd was like, let's just get real tight. Yeah, and this and then and rhythmically jump. Oh, yeah, my God. the Where show kept you? getting interrupted by the staff <laughs> because they were like throwing out all these rules as things were happening. <laughs> like they were like no jumping. Where everyone was, it? Uh, was, that the, was at once ballroom. Which used to be cuisine and locale or whatever. It's oh, where that flea market I know where that is. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they made everyone stand five feet away from the stage, like with nothing in between. Yeah. Because wow. they were like too close. That's so was, lame for a yeah. show to mm-hmm. just have to like stop what you're doing. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then some guy came out to announce that the floor was like <laughs> breaking. <laughs> and then, uh, That's scary. Yeah. And then um, they were about to play their next song. And then Matt goes, play the one about the floor oh, yeah. <laughs> as a joke. And then the first line of the next song was, had a floor in oh, it. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. I, I forget what song it was, but. That's amazing. That was fucked up. Wow. Bathtub. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they do a great job performing. Um, you can talk over oh, it. Oh, okay. It's playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it's going to distract you, I can pull it back. So I just like the song. I listen to the song when I'm sad. Um mm-hmm. But it makes me sad, too. I just think that it's a good representation of feeling, like, discontent. If you've ever, like, dealt with depression, I feel like it touches on that a little bit. Like, there's just a nice repetition in it. Mm-hmm. I like songs that have repetition. Like, it just keeps saying, like, this maybe one line over and over throughout. And this does that. It says, um, I'm washing my hair with soap. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's just... Like in such a raw way if you've ever been depressed you're not thinking about anything and so you would just like grab a soap and wash your hair with it you wouldn't even think twice you're like mm-hmm. yep, whatever this is this is what works and here's ta- a question because yeah. I don't have hair is soap adequate to wash hair with not really if no you, they probably wouldn't have made shampoo if it was yeah if you're uh, absolutely desperate and it's the only thing around then i would do it but yeah. uh I they just it's, it yeah. like gives like a squeaky cleanness i guess <laughs> to your hair <laughs> in a weird way but it's not something that you would normally do um it's just a very nice visual i just have mm-hmm. been there where you're just like you're not present you're just going through the motions there's you, a sound clip of like a, an answering machine or something on not this. Not in this one. It's not this no, one? No. But I know that's That's uh, the song Answering Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has a I great think, um, sad song voice, though. Oh, yeah. He, does. he really does. Sure. I love He's this just got, like a good, like if you're feeling down, you're listening and you're like, this guy gets yeah, it. Cause yeah, because it feels, yeah, like me, sing, like how I sound in the shower. Not as good, obviously, but I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> There was a song that I was going to put on my list that uh, is one of my honorable mentions. But I, I don't want to say it because I don't know if anyone has any. Is it a Front Bottom song? It is, yeah. So it might be the same one that I was going to put on. Oh, I don't know. They get does, a lot of them. Does anybody have a Front Bottom song on their list? No? no? No. You don't have another one? Nope. I'm, I don't have one, so if you okay. want to. Uh, my honorable mention was going to be 12 Feet Deep. Oh, oh I love that yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, that song crushes me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, I don't know if it's like just a, a sad song it's just the way it's sung in like that dude's voice and the video that i watched him like played on before like he they released that song on uh, one of their eps uh, i just i really love that song yeah i like that song job. too which one is that is that about what uh the lyrics are because you are water 12 feet deep oh yeah 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 so good blah 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 and so forth my (laughs) my other one was gonna be flashlight i love flashlight that's a one too so flashlight i mean like the actual like 
rhythm. It sounds upbeat, but the subject matter is sad because he's looking for signs that aren't there. Mm -hmm. He's just like going again, just going through it. They're such a good band. I just they really are. I can't go into any more of their shows because I feel like I'm babysitting a bunch of youngsters. Oh my Mm -hmm. god, yeah. Um, But like, there's a lot of bands that I I wanted to put their songs on my list, but they have like entire albums that are sad. Sad. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. I, I had to like refrain narrow it down the yeah. sad boys mm-hmm. so sad so sad uh dj yeah hun numero four numero four okay um hang on that should okay all right i gotta do a little reconfiguration here all right so my number four is from frank turner oh fuck love, you, love I, I, I i'm changing my list do you have the same <laughs> i'm changing no um uh, if you i don't think you're gonna pick the same one i did but there's a song that i really like of his there's a song it's this one i'm about to mention yeah i just gotta put a number four next to it so i remember that it was my number four <laughs> uh it's called long live the queen mm-hmm. is that the one all right i'm not gonna that's I'll, like I'll, the only song that matt knows it 100 <laughs> percent true that yeah. song he fuck, loves it that's such a fucking good pick yeah. i am mm-hmm. i'll keep my original one but um i'm getting chills thinking about it and oh. also because you love it so much yeah. that, mm-hmm. i that one fucking i Frank i amazing up my list <laughs> by not putting that on my fucking list. I know, that's yeah. one of your favorites. Every I, time we go see, we've seen him twice or three times maybe. Yeah. I think and, um, every time Matt's like, he has to play it, he has to play it. But he plays it every time because everyone loves it. I think I, the first time that we went, I said, oh, he's got to play the song. And you were like, I don't think he's gonna. And then... Um, that's because I read the set list. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on, I, I love Frank Turner. Um, I kind of fell off a little bit uh, with the later stuff. Um, for no apparent reason, really. Um, but I, first of all, this song is about his friend Lex. Um, her real name is Alexa Burrows. She uh, got cancer. She died of breast cancer a few years ago, and he wrote the song about her. And it's played acoustic, but it, it just like it's so powerful. You know what I mean? And, and like it really leaves nothing to the imagination. It it just gives you like the whole story. Um, but I saw the first time I ever saw Frank Turner, or even like heard. A song was when Jeff and I drove on a whim to New York City to see him play at the Knitting Factory, and I had no idea who he was. I heard like I think Jeff showed me a couple songs on the way, but like I I didn't have work or anything, and he was going by himself, so I thought it'd be fun. And uh, it was just him and an acoustic guitar at the Knitting Factory, and I was just watching him play all of his songs by himself, and I was like crying. He played "I Still Believe," oh, which so like good. that that was just like. I love this fucking guy so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he played, I'm pretty sure he played that song, but um, he, like hearing the song live is just like life changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've seen him play uh, at this bar in Boston. Like he, he announced on Twitter, like the day of that, he would be doing a, like a free show at McGreevy's in Boston. I saw that. So mm-hmm. me and uh, a bunch of our friends like went there like early and like, we're like right next to him while he's playing all these songs and it's just like he's such a cool guy and uh, he's a lot of fun his shows are a good time yeah Yeah. and Um, his band's a lot of fun too they just all look like they have so much fun up there like they really enjoy it yeah Yeah. and he's like a cool guy like um he's very tall he's usually like in a button up right yeah like a white yeah yeah, like just like a white shirt yeah Yeah, his whole band wears it but like he uh he was on tour with um another band who uh I think they had the it was the lead singer that was a woman and uh he, uh, as some like initiation type thing, he he told her that she had to crowd surf to the back to get like three shots. Oh yeah, we were at that show. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At the yeah. Royal? Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, and just like telling everyone to be respectful and you know like don't do anything stupid and uh, you know 
don't uh, abuse this woman in any way. Just like, <laughs> right. no, like be a, a functioning adult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to say that, but it, like it's just cool that he is. You know, like he says it anyway, and just you know. Did you know that uh, Fisher uh, toured with him? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good for him. But yeah, Frank Jones is a cool guy, and this song awesome. like gives me chills. What's, like, what's it about for the listeners? Oh, I, I, oh, you did. You yeah, just I did. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you did just say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. But yeah, I, I so mean, so mad I didn't put that on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a big dumb idiot. It's uh it's tough losing anyone, and uh, to have it put in a song that's like get kind of like an upbeat rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it's good for people to that you know experience the same thing to listen to the song and you know relate and um, kind of use it therapeutically. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, my voice. No, he's good. I, <laughs> I love Frank Turner, though. I yeah. love all his songs are really good. But I'm the same way. I kind of fell off a little bit towards like the newer stuff. Yeah. And we also went to go see him. Um, I don't know if I was that though. I forget where we went to see him last. Yeah, I didn't realize he has such like an older following. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's part of it too. Yeah, it, was like, it made me feel like a little uncool it, being there and being like, oh, yeah. do I like the same stuff that like. 40 and 50 year old people it was just a really weird group that want to sit down and see a show i went to one of his shows at the royale uh, a few years ago with my friends jeff and jeff we know jeff (laughs) in lane um and i had the worst time ever because the staff at the royale was a piece of shit and uh we were trying to make our way like through the crowd like um parallel to the stage not even trying to get closer and this dude and his wife were like it was like this big dude and his big wife and we were <laughs> trying to get by and he was like holding his arm out so we couldn't and we're like, oh, we're just trying to get by. He's like, yeah, if you want to get by, you have to go all the way around. What? And we're like, are you fucking... Should have punched him in the mouth. John Royale. <laughs> <laughs> John Royale. Fuck you. Yeah. And then, so we, we were like having like a miserable time and then Jeff saved the day by grabbing uh, beers for us and like we were drinking them and then by the time he got back, Frank Turner was like, I want everyone uh, at this next song to start dancing and like rush the stage and this and that and I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. And he, <laughs> then he saved the night but it yeah. was like mostly towards the end but uh, I like for the most part just remember having a terrible time at that show. Yeah. yeah. His, his crowds are, are not Yeah, it's weird. Great. Me and Kristen saw him once though and it was fun. We saw him at the House of Blues yeah. and that yeah. was like, I don't know, maybe it's just venue wise it's different but yeah. I, was I was a little surprised at the the age range yeah. of the crown. Mm-hmm. He's capable of selling out a show at a venue like the House of Blues, but he is way better in like uh, a small, intimate venue. Mm-hmm. Like it, it means as much to you as it does to him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. The Royale sure. show we went to, there was like three in a row, right? It was like he was doing it was multiple like four. ones. Four. Yeah, yeah. There was a bunch. There's actually an artist that opened for him at one of those shows that will be featured later on my list. Oh, oh. Wow. I know who it is. Megan. Oh, I don't think you do. You're number four. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Um, well, now I'm very self-conscious about oh, my list. Oh, you're fine. So, That's your husband, and he's a piece of shit. So yeah, anything he says to you, you can shot. say to me. <laughs> Listen. I'll, fine, I'll direct everything to DJ. No. <laughs> Look at his you tooth. Know what? I'm just going <laughs> to keep doing it. Yeah. And if you don't like my songs, then Fuck you me. can. And I like your yourself. songs, okay? Listen, all right. Yeah, we Listen, all like you, you think I'm not going to get torn apart by everybody? Of course I'm going to For get torn apart. For yelling at your wife. My wife. Because she's sad. She's sad. Over a Lady Gaga song. That's not... I don't disagree with anything you said. It's also mm-hmm. a Bradley Cooper song. <laughs> you know what? You're fucking right. <laughs> You're fucking totally right. What's yeah, but favorite? she wrote she wrote it though. So what's your favorite Bradley Cooper song? <laughs> and he bailed halfway through it, so he did. Kidding. Yeah, he just, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Coward. Uh, but seriously, if you guys um, need to talk to I know, anyone. <laughs> Okay, so my next song. Um, <laughs> She's gonna play it. 
<laughs> All right, my next song is um, Same Drugs by Chance the Rapper. Wow. Have you ever heard that song? No, I haven't heard any Chance the Rapper songs. Me neither. So I I do like Chance the Rapper. um, And I really like this song. And I saw him perform it. I forget where I saw him perform it. And I don't know, it was just really emotional. So basically, you can kind of interpret interpret it uh, literally, where it's him saying that he, like, you don't do the same drugs as someone else anymore. But like, in a metaphorical sense, it's um, just about growing like apart from people. You can listen to it for a second. Yeah. Oh, I know this too. song. I think I I think you played it for me. This is a this is a creative song. Like yeah. And the song itself is just really kind of cool. But um and it also has an element where he sings about like um like Peter Pan. Like he refers to the person that he isn't close with anymore as Wendy. So oh. listen. Yeah. Wendy you've aged. I thought you never grow up. I thought you never You're smiling. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> no, no, I, I like this. Um, but he's really talented, and I really, really like this CD when it came out. I'm sorry, album. Not a CD anymore. I keep saying CD. Um, album when it came out. But yeah, but I just really like it because at the time it did come out, it just reminded me of um, just people that I you know, used to know and used to hang around with and then you just grow apart and it sucks. And it's like, you don't do the same drugs. Like you, you know, you're not into the same stuff. You're not into the same crowds Mm -hmm. or you have friends that, um, you know, don't want to come out anymore. You have friends that go out way too much um, or, you know, people that just, they prioritize things different. And when I listen to the song, it just makes me like, it made me really sad the first time I heard it. So I was like, oh, I can kind of relate to this. That's That's really well put. That like um, Peter Pan and Wendy reference is so good yeah what's it from <laughs> then captain hook no hook the movie you know yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> oh that's right robin williams yeah i think it's from his movie but like outgrowing someone yeah that's so uh. yeah that's it and like i don't know and i and um i mean i guess it's meant obviously in like more of the metaphorical sense but even in like the the sense of being like you don't do the same drugs like you know sometimes you do start off in high school like drinking and smoking weed and then you have friends that just dip and they just do like way harder stuff or you're like wow and yeah. then you have right. some friends that are edge till death yeah yes. but no one wants to hang out with those friends they're not fun that's making a giant x <laughs> i'm making a giant x right now <laughs> um but yeah but i just really like that song and um and if you listen to the whole song too like i don't know it just it's like a really creative song because mm. it's just him and the piano singing and then in like the second verse there's a girl that jumps in and then towards the end it kind of gets like a little it's just like cool and sort of trippy sounding um yeah. so he sings too or is he well he kind of like talks sing- he yeah. raps have you ever you've never heard anything well, by him I, before no not nothing specific but yeah, I, so I, I, I know he's a rapper is chance the rapper of course yes. <laughs> but uh i didn't know like it's it sounded like he was singing yeah yeah so that um this song and i think there's like one other song that i've heard by him that's kind of similar to it yeah but I think for the most part um he raps and like on this uh, like on um this album he has like kanye and like a bunch of other people yeah um i think it's really it. endearing when a rapper can also sing yeah, yeah. and even like a singing i mean it's nothing spectacular you know it's nothing um yeah crazy but it just but you can kind of just hear it in his voice too when you listen to the song that um that he's just bummed that you know just people grow apart and it's just like a really sucky feeling but it happens it does and this um and like when i was making my list with all my songs i tried to kind of pick songs that were were different from each other because i could Mm. could just pick like five like heartbreak songs Mm -hmm. or five um lady gaga songs but (laughs) (laughs) but um but this is one of the ones where i was like this is there's not a lot of songs out there about um uh, you know, like heartbreak friendship wise. Yes. Yeah. You know, okay. a lot of it's usually like, you know, just relationships or people just feeling sad for themselves. But the, I know I can't off the top of my head really think about too many songs that 
are about like friends kind of breaking up or falling apart. Yeah, it is nice and refreshing when there is a song that is not just about like a relationship. Like yeah, she dumped me. She cheated yeah, on me. Right. You know, she fucking that type hates of stuff. me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Does someone have that on their list? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The song makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's my number four. That's a good number four. That's great. Thank you for approving. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I can be back in the game. <laughs> You're always in the game. Listen, it's all part. It's all part of the game. Uh, all right, my number four. Also, the first one I'm actually submitting here. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, this is the one that I should have made Frank Turner, <laughs> uh, but I did not. Uh, but it is so. I. I don't think you can have a sad song conversation uh, in our demographic of friends with whether you like this artist or hate this artist because he is very polarizing, but everyone knows this person to be a sad sack. Uh, it's a bright eyes song. Uh, and the song is Halai, 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 Halai. I know that one. And this song, um, it is very, I wanted to put a, a different song on here, but it had like a, an uplifting ending. So I didn't, <laughs> I wanted to like, keep it uh keep it sad so this song is very much like a breakup song um it's very storyteller driven and he's got that if you don't know who connor oberst is or bright eyes uh he's just got like a very broken broken voice to him and a part of me sometimes i'm like how much of this is an act a lot of his songs sound like he recorded them like in his bathroom by yeah. himself yeah which is cool. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it fits this demo for what he's going for very well. I don't know. I guess I'm just so like, uh, I'm so like glass half empty. Where I'm just like, I'm so suspicious. Where I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm into uh, like that crackly recording stuff. Like, yeah, uh, I like, like mountain too. goats. Love mountain goats. So like they, very honorable mention raw. for me. Yeah. Um, I'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. I'll see you guys. We'll, we'll after talk. We'll talk. Right, <laughs> uh, but this is a song, and his his voice is very trembly, and. I don't know. I just I, I choose to believe that it's earnest. I think it's earnest. I don't think it's an act. I wish you were fucking earnest. <laughs> you know what I mean? We get it. You like earnest. <laughs> Scared stupid. <laughs> but like if you're like a teenage boy and like you have your first breakup, like this song is just it to a T. Is that what it's about? I've never heard this one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of cherry pick my bright eye songs. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Just he just said like you know he got a phone call saying telling him that his girlfriend's like cheating on him. But it just goes on and on. It's just this whole story. Actually, I do like the chorus. I wouldn't mind hearing it. Are there any standout lyrics? Yeah, let me find it. Um, it's later on in the song. Um, yeah, we like this build up. I like this part right there. So being a musician myself and a guitar player, that's that lyric really resonated with me because I'm like, yeah, I can't write lyrics this well and never have I been able to. Uh, but just the idea of just like writing a sad song and 
the reason for it and all that. So mm-hmm. that's that's it why it's my sad. number four. It uh, is sad. sad. What is songs. he doing now, Connor Roberts? I, I think he's more I think folky. He's still, does he still make music? I think so. Oh yeah, this guy's never I, not making music. I never have listened to a Bright Eyes song in my entire life. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. Can I recommend one? Sure. Um, take it easy. That's a good song. Love nothing. Yeah. You never heard first day of my life. Um. Oh wait. Is, I was blind before I met you. That's. I think maybe maybe this is the first Matt even showed me that one. Life. Yeah. That's <laughs> so that song. I wanted to put that song on here, but I, I think Sarah Silverman uh, covered that song. Wow. She covered a Bright Eyes. I didn't song know she when sang. Harris Whittles passed away. So this song makes me sad specifically because of the video. Is this a sad? This isn't a sad song, though. No, but the, sounds pretty sad. But there's a moment. So this video. Have you ever seen this video, Megan? No. So what the video is? Um, <laughs> so you were gonna put a song on your list that wasn't sad, but no, the video so, made you sad. This is why I didn't put it on my list. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the song that she covered. Yeah, uh, but the video made coming me in sad. hot. <laughs> coming in coming hot. In hot. <laughs> I'm sticking to my own rule set. I, w- I would have liked to put this on here, but I, I do know that the song is very much a love song. But the video, the video is just, it's literally just couples listening to the song on headphones and kind of just like looking at each other and, and, and having like little cute moments. And it's like all different types of couples, same sex couples, older couples, younger couples. But then it's a picture of a woman and she's just holding a, a photograph of a man Aww. and it fucking kills me. It's so sad to me. It's, oh, God, I'm going to so, cry right now. So isn't that what you were talking about earlier? About like... The visual. Yeah. Right. But objectively, <laughs> the song isn't a sad song. It's very much a Matt love song. always plays by the rules. Yeah. I love rules. He does. It's obnoxious. He likes them hard. He likes them fast. <laughs> Without them, society's off the rails. We need rules. There's never any wiggle room. Never. That's why we get lines in the street. <laughs> keep those lanes, baby. That's right. But that's my number four is a halai, 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 halai. That sounds like halai, a, halai. a pretty sad song. Halai, halai, halai. It is. Uh, Kristen. Um, my number four is by a band called Daughter. Daughters? Oh, nope. Can't wait to play this. Nope. No. Don't call no. me. <laughs> no, it's just Daughter. Just, that's the song? No, the band is called Daughter, not multiple. Let her finish. The one. I'm genuinely confused. And the song is called Youth. Daughter. Okay. The song is called Youth, and if you want to start it at 312, it's a kind of long song. I can do that. Then we can just listen to a little clip. That means three minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 312, 312. I don't know if Thank you're in God the... Thank God for you, DJ. Yeah, I don't know if you're in the biz, <laughs> but... That's pretty uh, long into the song. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get up to it. Here we go. most of us are bitter over someone setting Yeah, uh, I'm she into She sounds like um, Florence, Florence Welch. She has a little bit of a Florence yeah. sound to her, and a lot of the songs are just her, but then like big beats like that, so... Mm, um, big. Big beats. Big bears <laughs> beats. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Big hugs. Um, yes, so it's just a beautiful, wonderful song, and it's about just feeling despair over like love lost and i just 
I like the representation of it. I like how she sings about it. Um, it's a long song, but the whole thing. I like the the song just like um, like ebbs and flows, I guess, of like being really soft and then really powerful. Yeah. Which I think when you're listening and f- going through it, <laughs> then that's how you're feeling. You're feeling really low, and then mm-hmm. you're like then you're like, oh no, like fuck you, and then you're like, no, this I am sad, and it's like a nice <laughs> like back and forth. So um, yeah, it's wow. just really pretty. I've never heard of them before. Have oh. they been around for a while? Yeah. Mm. And um, I can recommend all sorts of songs of hers. Can yeah. I just play uh, a song from Daughters, a band no. one letter difference from that other <laughs> band? <laughs> <laughs> one letter difference. Wow, one small typo. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's it makes me feel so sad. <laughs> yeah, I just that was so sad. <laughs> uh, Daughters is great. Yeah. Uh, cool. DJ. Oh, yeah, that's right. DJ Baber. <laughs> I feel like we're flying through this. We're not. Okay. <laughs> um, number three. Okay. So, yeah, it should be this one. Okay. So, this one is not on Spotify. Ooh. So, I guess. I, I can find it. All right. So, this song is called Free Pizza is Totally Vegan, right? And it's by uh, this guy. I think it's one guy, uh, but he's called Bummers. <laughs> and uh this is um this is kind of like what i was talking about earlier with the happy sad mm-hmm. um it's about like being in a relationship when you're young and um you know like not having a lot of money and you're hanging out with each other the whole time and um pizza is like you get away from like you know not doing nothing mm-hmm. uh and then like the eventual breakup of like your relationship that means nothing because you're young yep like, what do you want to do? Let's go get pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I don't know if Matt's looking it up. I'm or, trying. Uh, How'd you hear about this band? Uh, my friend Jared showed me the song years ago. and uh, I can't which, find it. Okay. I'll, I'll dig it up on my phone. I have it saved on my uh, Safari, and I'm only Wait, talking right now so who just because. Bummers? Bummers, yeah. It should be a, a band camp. Bummers. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, the sc- the picture of like the song is just uh, Michelangelo. I'll find from it. The Ninja Turtles. I'll find it from the right. band name. Um, but yeah, it's like a just an acoustic, like again, like gritty recording of the song. Um, what kind of music is it? In um, case we can't find it. it well, I'll, I got I'll, it. I got it. Yeah, I got the Bummer's okay. band camp. Yeah. Uh, okay, pizza song. Looking for it. Not on here. Band camp is like when people upload their own music, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, DJ, I'm gonna have to just rely on you. This, okay. This this. This artist is so unknown. <laughs> I know. I, like, that just means I'm cool, right? Yeah. yeah. You've probably never heard of him. It's pretty cool. I, I would well, say you definitely haven't heard of yeah. him. Let me blast this volume. All right. All right. Let me know if you can hear it. Yeah, I'll, I'll crank you. This love affair has been going on for 22 years. Every Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, we raise slices and cheers. Because we could eat a 20-inch pie in 15 minutes. We carry boxes home between the handlebars of our bikes, sprinkle oregano and red pepper flakes on every bite. And even though we don't have it together anymore, I still remember all the times when we did. Because pizza for us was a prize. We each ate four slices, no matter the size. And pizza for us was a treat. 
clipping coupons off the back of Pathmark receipts because pizza for you was a little bit like an escape from grocery shopping every night. And pizza for me was the perfect excuse to sit around all night watching movies with you. Is that nice? Oh, really I love nice. It. Um, I want to listen to the whole it's thing. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, but I. I love that song so much, and uh, like that's basically the lyrics. They change up a little bit. It's more of that repetition you were talking about, Kristen. Um, but at the very end, um, so the chorus is. Well, let me pull it up again. You get the lyrics on Bandcamp. It's so handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the usual uh, chorus is, uh, you know, pizza for me was the perfect excuse to sit around all night watching movies with you. But the last line in uh, the song is, pizza for me is a the perfect ex- excuse to make myself feel okay and not think about you. Aww. So that's where like the mm. breakup comes in. Yeah. yeah. It just like one of my favorite Comes lines back. or probably my favorite line in the song is that pizza will have my back in a way that nobody does. <laughs> you know. <which> I, <laughs> it's so like, silly, but true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that song uh, is fucking awesome. And like, because he's so unknown, it'd be cool if people uh, sought out his uh, band camp and, Gave him some downloads. Where is he from? Be trending. I don't know. I, I think there's like one video of him playing the song on YouTube. Huh. Um, but I, I like that. It's is you it know, an old song? Um, I'm not sure how old it is. Okay. I've known about it for like, uh, like almost a decade. I think. Oh, he might wow. be the next yeah. Lizzo. Oh yeah, let's hope. <laughs> Why she? She's been around for a while. Has she, she really? Has, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she her. just got famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. she deserves it. I was in uh, Target yesterday, and uh, Lizzo came on. I was like, "Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna <laughs> say you saw her." Yeah, I was like, well, "You work here?" <laughs> uh, oh boy, cool. I like that song. It was yeah, really that cute. Was nice. Yeah. It oh. reminded me of um that there's like a song in Juno, Kim Yai Dawson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the just like the I don't know, cute, relatable that lyrics. folk song. Yeah. yeah. Um, these lips don't sink chips. No, not that one. The like um. If I was a flower, that's song? That, yeah. No. If I was a flower growing wild. Can you yeah. that? I'll play, like I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. Yeah, that's, oh, that. that's You're a part-time lover and a full-time, full-time friend. friend. Oh, yeah. That song. That's what it reminded me of, like that. I don't know. I like music like that. Well, I hope oh. everybody likes how our singing voice. <laughs> you know, I keep forgetting people are going to listen to this. Yeah, uh, I don't know what anyone sees <laughs> and in anyone else. else. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a really good song. <laughs> it is. That's what, that's what that reminded me of when I, when I heard it. But All right. Cool. That was my number three. Bummers. Free pizza is totally vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Megan. Numero trace. All right. My wife. Number th- <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, is from the band Passenger. I don't know this band. Yes, you do. Because they had a very popular song, uh, song called Let Her Go. Let her go. (laughs) No, but it came out. um, I think that they came out a while ago. But this song um, came out when I broke up with somebody. Not me. Actually, we're married. They broke up with me. Who? (laughs) And um, and it's called Patient Love. It's um uh, a song on like I think it's called All All the Little Lights is the name of the album. But if you put the Let Her Go song, you've definitely heard um, before because it was all over the radio. He broke up with you. He did. So embarrassing. I know. You know. Um. What's the name of the song? Uh, All the Little Lights. No, yeah, is the CD. Oh, right. Yep, and then Patient Love. Got it. Um, so it's just this this guy just saying that he's just going to wait. He's just going to wait for his... Um... Are you still waiting for this guy? Because I got to say, <laughs> if that's the case, I should probably know. <laughs> no, but it's... Um, you probably heard the song before, like, in my car. But, um, but yeah, but he's just... He loves this girl and... Put a pinch of tobacco in my pocket I'm not gonna roll it, no I'm not gonna smoke it till we're Staring at the stars and the rockets Twinkling in the silvery night 
Two sips of whiskey in the flask But I'm not gonna drink them I swear I'll make it last till we're Drinking out of the same glass again There it is. You want to play the chorus, though? The okay. Chorus is the I'm trying not to, <laughs> trying to avoid on. a copyright strike here. Old will be lost in the new. Well, four will not wait for three. For three never waited for two. And though you will not wait for me, I'll wait for you. And that's pretty much like the whole song, yeah. and just like it goes so on. Sad and on. about waiting. Yeah, well, that's it. He just and like um. I know Dan Cook could have done so much better. I know Ryan Reynolds should have helped him out. It's a great <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, but I just really that song um, came out when someone broke up with me, and I was really sad and and listened to it, and, and I was in you know that place where I was like, oh, maybe they'll come back, maybe they won't, maybe he'll text me, maybe he won't. Um, and then I heard this um, this song and I was like, man, this guy kind of relates to me. But the whole song is kind of like that. And him just saying that, like, you know, um, like basically like what he just said is that if you, you know, she won't wait for him, but he'll wait for her. Yeah. And um, if I you really listen to it on that CD, too, there's an acoustic version of it. That's like a it little bit more on Spotify. Um, yeah. Um, like heartfelt. Oh, that wasn't. Acoustic? I don't think that was the acoustic oh. version, was it? Either way, I really liked it. I like that guy's voice. Mm-hmm. So he yeah, he put the he's like, if you only. Love her, then let her go song. Yeah. Do you know who it is? It? Oh, it is? Yeah, right here. Yeah. Everyone. This is also a very sad song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds familiar. So he's like really good in folk. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a really um folky <laughs> guy. Passenger is actually just Matt. <laughs> it's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I do know that song. You sound like Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does that voice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but like Kristen said, there's something really sad about someone just kind of like waiting for someone to Have come Have you ever back. seen the episode of Futurama with the dog? I was just thinking that. With the Literally, dog. That, yeah. that was the first episode that I ever saw. Oof. And I... See more. I never watched Futurama after that until like years and years and years went by. And um, and my, my cousin Eric actually was like, no, Megan, like I promise you every episode doesn't <laughs> end. Because I thought that every episode like ended sad. It was, it was I was like, oh, this is on Comedy Central or Cartoon Network or whatever it is. And like, this has to be a gimmick that this happens. When that show wants to tug at your heartstrings, they do it mm-hmm. full force. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that um yeah, that's a sad episode. Very, very, that's very just, sad. Yeah, that's my sad my sad number three. All right. My number three, you might have on your list, my dear. Probably not. Okay. Well it's by Guar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> no it's it's by Bayside. Oh I See, I knew that you were going to put I feel one like of those this on is there. An honorable is it the song that I said no. earlier? It could be it's, one of two songs. Can I guess what it is? Sure. Um, is it They Look Like Strong Hands? Can no. I guess it? No. No, it's not that one. It's, it's not? Is it Winter? It's Winter. Oh, that, yeah, that was my yeah, 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 yeah. I love That's this an honorable mention song. of mine. It, yeah. it was, it's so sad. I, I didn't put it on this list because I knew one of you guys. Yeah, were. that's what I didn't put any Bayside on because <clears> I was like, someone and someone's going to put it on there. So this song is a... It's a very sad song. The reason why it's so sad uh, is because it is about their band member that passed away. Um, And it's very much a remembering the dead type of lamenting song. Uh, And it's great. And it's like, I, oh my goodness gracious, I don't want to even listen to it (laughs) because I'm so sad thinking about it. Um, But this is it. And Bayside's great too. 
This yeah. album's great. This whole album's great. Yeah. It was on my list and I took it off. <laughs> this was a song that got me into Bayside. I never listened to him before this album. Really? No. <laughs> this part right there. I'm calling all my oldest friends, saying sorry for this mess. I can't even listen to it right now. Yeah. I really can't I, even listen to um, it. So if I'm, I could be mistaken. I don't want to tell any tales out of school here. Tell the tale. But isn't the story uh, like they lost that band member in a car accident when on they were tour. on tour? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of like you know the lead singer feels like responsible, or yeah. like the band maybe feels yeah. responsible. Yeah, maybe. Um, I heard Sting's an extra a little yeah. bit. I heard um, that they won't play it live. No. They yeah. only did it once and that was it. Yeah, I think they did it. It was for like a very specific reason they did. Mm-hmm. They don't play it live. And the thing that fucking kills me is like if you're a Bayside fan, you know this story. Mm-hmm. You know the meaning behind the song. Yet fucking dipshits and all, like crowds would be like, play winter. Yeah. yeah. It's like just just go Hey, your friend's dead. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, did you remember your friend? He's dead. I want to see you cry. Yeah. yeah. Like, and anyone that lost someone who is requesting it should know not yeah, to request it. It's yeah. so fucking. No, dumb. I get that. God. I really like the song too because, I mean, songs about losing people sometimes they're really pretty when they're kind of, um, I don't know, like metaphorical, I guess. But this, I like the lyrics where it's like, "Do we still like um, say, yeah, yeah? Do we still oh, save yeah. his chair? Do we still buy him gifts? Because that's like legitimate things that you think of when you lose somebody. Yeah, is like, or, and it's like, nice to was, hear that stuff because that you're like, chair. okay, other people. This is a rational thought. Mm-hmm. This is something that other people think of. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a like if you don't do those things, it feels like you're forgetting him, right? Mm-hmm. And like the the line that I left off on with the you know calling on my oldest friends, like, oh, it fucking sucks because like Nick died, and it's like. I talked to people that I hadn't talked to in such a long time. And like, all, all I can think about is that goddamn lyric over and over in my head, mm-hmm. like at his wake to seeing people. I'm like, I haven't seen you in like eight years. It's a yeah. terrible way to come together. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's brutal, brutal, brutal. But the song's very sad. Um, and yeah, winter, the whole album's great. The yeah. 2006 acoustic album from Bayside is amazing. Yeah, it is really good. They cover uh, a song called Megan that I really love. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Megan loves that song. Oh, yeah. Do. Wait, wait, it's, a, it's not their original song? <laughs> no, it's a cover by the Smoking Popes yeah. who oh. fucking rule. I yeah. love those. That band is so good. Um, that song has a... Uh, that other guy's voice is very funny. Smoking Popes? Um, is that the p- guy who does this? From Megan? Yeah, from yeah. Megan. Yeah. The one that sounds like Kermit. Yeah. The one that like- That's him. <laughs> yeah. That band is so fucking good. One time we went to go see um, (laughs) what's it, Anthony Ranieri, and at his acoustic show, old double teeth, not anymore though. And he um, (laughs) he um, was at his merch table, and I wanted to meet him so bad, and I told Kristen to go up and buy a T-shirt so I could talk to him, and then she bought the T-shirt, and then I didn't talk to him because I was so nervous. Uh, That sucks. And the and I could have went up and been like. My name's Megan. You play a song named Megan. Like he played it like that night, and yeah. I just totally yeah. botched. He was it. really cool. We got a picture with him. I know, but I didn't tell him that how much I loved him. Yeah. And I wanted to. <laughs> it's okay. it's I okay. was also there when we um when we went to see the Where's the Band tour years and years ago. Um, he was also at the merch table, 
And my boyfriend and I at the time were having a fight and he saw. I like looked over and he was watching. And Is he I was writing like, stuff down for lyrics? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I'm so oh embarrassed. No, I wish Yikes. that. I yep. can never say anything. I, I actually sort of kind of did the same thing with Frank Turner, too, because when we went to go see him one time, he stood right in front of me and I froze and I couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah. mm. I thought you were going to say you got in a fight with your boyfriend. No. Yeah. <laughs> I had to push her. No, I was like, <laughs> no, he did try and push me. I was I like, did. no, I, was like, I can't do anything. I was like, go, go touch him. I can. I go can. touch him. I just freeze up. I don't know. And I know they're like normal people. Like celebrities are just like us. That's what it says. Celebrities. At the uh, the end of the Star Magazine. Hey. They show them shopping. Listen, <laughs> like they are like me, but I can't say anything to be, them. It, they're not just like us. It could be worse. Your uh, Your idol could think your name was something different. That is true. Yeah, and maybe it's a good thing you didn't say that to him because he would have been like, oh, it's not even my song. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> or I hate her. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saves the Day is my favorite band, and Chris Conley knows who I am, but he thinks my name is Dave. Still? Yes. Man. I'm not going to correct yeah, him. Yeah, you're too. You're no. in too deep now. I'm like, that's oh, me, uh, Dave. He even got a fake license. You did? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Uh, all right, cool. Um, yeah, was that mine? Yep. I've lost track of time. Kristen, number... This, two, this three? Is really, it's number three. And actually, you're just talking about Saves the Day. It's a Saves the Day song. Mm. Um, the song is called Three Miles Down. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's um, an early song of theirs. I think it's on Stay What You Are. Mm. Uh, no, it's on no, it's like Can't Slow Down. Yep. Can't Slow yeah. Down. Um, it, I mean, Saves the Day is also one of my favorite bands. It's very nostalgic for me. But um, Chris Connolly sings with like everything in him when mm-hmm. he sings his young little body yeah mm-hmm. and he's just like and when you see him perform yeah oh i was gonna say start at 30 35 seconds okay keep talking <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he just gives it gives everything he's got and you can just sing along and feel what he's feeling so mm-hmm. incredibly and this is another example of that repetition um with uh, um, the um, words. Yeah, sorry, I just forgot. Can you just play it? Sure. <laughs> I can do that. Here it goes. This is the last thing you do. Just tell me it's okay for me to have these feelings for you. When it's That's a good one. Yeah. It's so, such and, a good song. Yeah. And then you cu- you stopped it, but he just says, after a while, you can make yourself believe in almost anything. Yeah. And I'm making myself believe in you. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. Man, that song rules. And I love young Chris Conley acoustic. Mm-hmm. It's so good. He, uh, the last couple of times I've seen him do that song, he doesn't even, he just sings it. He just yeah. does it like acapella. Yeah, every, everyone just sings along with yep. it. It's so, so good. perfect. Though. He doesn't I, need it. I saw them uh, play that song. They opened with it. Uh, in like 2007 or 8 and he just walked out by himself no guitar he sang an acapella and it was fucking awesome mm-hmm. goosebumps. yeah it yeah. was oh. the best like uh, I forget I think they played with Say Anything who I hate I <laughs> famously hate Say Anything famously so I'm like you know I spent like the whole night like waiting for them to get through their set and then um, you know I was with my stupid 
girlfriend at the time. What a bitch. And, uh, <laughs> like, just waiting. Like, I couldn't fucking wait for Saves the Day to come out. And then, uh, finally, like, the lights go out. And then Chris Connolly comes out. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think he had, like, a spotlight on or anything. And then he grabbed the microphone. And then you finally got to see him. Then he just opened with that song. And I was like, this is the fucking best. And, like, people a- already started, like, swaying. Like, mm-hmm. and you had no choice but to do it. Oh, because so yeah. everyone else... Oh, it was oh, the best. I love him and them so much. Yeah. yeah. And that song's and the, just like, great. Yeah, the letting it ring for hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Because mm-hmm. so. it feels like hours. Even if, like, when you like somebody, like, every moment feels like a thousand years. Yeah. yeah. That's, I feel like he does that with his voice, too. He lets it ring in that song. Like, just, he mm-hmm. does. Like, screams it, like, from a distance, like, away from the microphone. And, yeah. And yeah. Just, like, yeah. You bask in it. Yeah, single mic rec- recording for sure. Yeah. That was a great um, Save the Day pick, though. Thank you. Because there's a yeah. lot of sad songs that you yeah. can pick from, but I feel like that one, that's, that's like... That's a go-to where I'm just like, yeah, that gets me. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a song I like that almost it. made my list, but I don't want to say anything. It's not on my list. I, yeah. Okay. I don't have any uh, I don't have any Save the Day on my One of my list. favorite songs ever is Take Our Cars Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I feel like when I liked that song, no one else did, and then uh, <laughs> like somehow it got like it's uh, popular. Yeah, yes. now now it's like very popular, yeah. which is mm-hmm. cool. But like they closed with that uh, when I saw them in Worcester, and it was like I felt like it was specifically for me. Because it was. Much I love they knew you were there. Yeah, I know. I, know. Yeah. I wrote I wrote dozens of letters. Chris <laughs> Conley told Dave that it was for Dave, you. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Dozens of letters to Santa. You like, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Santa, please, please, yeah. please. <laughs> I did just Facebook message saves the day though. Because yeah. I, I sent them the video of us dancing at the wedding. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it was so cool. And I sent it and I don't know why in my head I thought that I would get a response. But I want to yeah. be like, Chris Conley, you're, you're so weird now. Just like talk to me. I'm a real fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like, obviously, you know, when you try to get a hold of someone of some sort of status, mm-hmm. uh you know, you're not expecting to hear anything back. So if you do, it's just like a yeah, huge bonus. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, maybe they will. But cool. they read it, I could tell, on yeah. Facebook because yep. it like marks it. I'm going in um, November to Brooklyn to see Are the, you? the through being cool. Yeah. Ooh, oh, wow. Cool. Awesome. DJ, number three or two. Uh, my number two. So this is uh, different because it's part of a trilogy. Oh, it's Guar. Yeah. <laughs> so album one, two, and three of Guar. <laughs> Sick. Um, so I, there's a band I love called the weaker thans, which I may or may not have mentioned this on the show before, but they, uh, they have a song on one of their albums called, uh, well, so I guess basically the, the whole trilogy is about a cat named Vertute or Vertuta. I don't know. A cat? It's it's Latin. Yeah. Okay. So the first song is called, uh, um, just for the sake of it, I'll pronounce it Vertuta because I feel like that sounds more Latin than Vertute. Um, (laughs) But so the first song is called "Plea from a Cat Named Vertute," Vertuta, whatever. I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. So it, it's basically this song is about um, a cat who whose owner is like depressed and like feeling sorry for himself and like uh, really like getting lost in depression, and the cat just wants the. What album is this on? <laughs> it's on Reconstruction Site. Um, but the cat just wants um, its owner to be happy and no. will do anything to you know make him happy. Um, you know, like encouraging him to like, you know, throw a party or something. Like, I'll bring <laughs> you like birds that I've killed to eat, kind of thing. Aww. Um, and it's a pretty up- ah, uplifting song. Um, but then uh, a few years later, they came out with an- another album. So yeah, this song fucking rules. Um, I'm gonna talk through it. Yeah, go ahead. So, 
uh, on the, the next album uh, called Reunion Tour, there's uh, a song called uh, Virtue of the Cat Explains Her Departure. Or Virtute. And uh, this is about, like, the cat has, like, had enough because the owner is not doing any better. And, like, there's a line about, um, like, I can't remember the sound uh, that you found for me, which is, like, basically, like, you know, you calling me to, like, come see you because you love me so much. Like, mm-hmm. the uh, the cat forgets, like, what that sound is because the owner doesn't care about it anymore. And it's, like, it's gotten so bad that the cat just becomes astray and has to leave because it's, like, <laughs> pointless for him to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it goes into detail about, you know, finding this new home that's, like, uh, like a hole in a wall, like, in an alley, and it's, like, abandoned cars all over the place, and it's just, like, a shitty setup, but, like... You know, if you're not getting attention from your owner, then what's the point of even being there? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another song off of like, so the band broke up um, after like eight years. Like the last album was in 2007, and then John K. Sampson, the lead singer, um, went solo. And uh, there was nothing on his like first album about this cat, but on his last album, his most recent one that came out a few years ago, uh, he came out with um, this song called Seventeen street treatment center and it's about the owner getting better mm. which i didn't know about until yesterday That's i thought really cool. i thought it was just the trilogy so this is kind of like a bonus to the trilogy uh but there's a reference like one of the lines in the song is the cat ran away which i didn't even pick up on because you know if, if for mm-hmm. two isn't in the title why would i even care right um that's a real deep cut yeah, to pick up on i know mm-hmm. um but when you get it it's cool yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I was you just feel like, in on holy it. shit yeah i couldn't fucking believe it uh, and then the last song on that album is called Virtute at Rest. And it's about the cat like dying basically as a stray and letting the owner know that he or she forgives him or her. Um, and, you know, like you can't change the past. So it's best to just like move on. Don't worry about me. Like I'm not, you know, upset about it. Um, it's bumming me out. Yeah, I know. Dude, this is like really I, sad. Yeah. That I, it's. I can't believe, like, I, I love these songs individually, but, like, when you really, like, read the lyrics and um, just, like, get to, like, you know, the the bottom of the, it, it's just like, holy fuck, this is, like, so depressing. But, it, like, and I'm not even, I don't even really like cats, and this is the oh, most, Eva, like, lovable that a cat has been. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense, Eva. It's not just about the cat, <laughs> like, you can right, relate yeah. it yeah. to it, a lot of things. Yeah, like... You know, being a friend who like another friend is going through the same thing, and they mm-hmm. they refuse to like get better, and then and you just can't hang in yeah. there forever. Yeah. And then by the time they do get better, like it's too late. Um, wow. But it's just like in like the trilogy itself, it starts off like the first song is upbeat, and then the second song is slower, and then by the time the third song comes around, it's like just like like um, like barely even acoustic. There's like like lightly finger picking it's like it's i want to listen to them but i feel like i am gonna be too sad will you guys (laughs) do me the honor of like listening to the whole trilogy after we record yeah Yeah. i I made i made the playlist including the the bonus song so i'll uh when we post like the list and everything i'll 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 send a link to everyone that's awesome yeah Yeah. but it's just like the week of the answer one of my favorite bands ever and like that's another band that's like they just have albums that are sad, you know right. what I mean. So it's hard to hard like to narrow it down. Yeah. So I, I think for the sake of the list, I will say Vertute at rest is my number two, uh, and not a plea from a cat named Vertute. Okay, um, which is the third, the third and the final right. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you needed the other ones as like the yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't friends. you can't have one without the other. Yes. Mm-hmm. love and marriage. Wow. <laughs>
Meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm interested to hear it. I feel like I'm going to be yeah. really sad. But yeah. yeah, I hope so. That's a really cool concept, though. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hope you cry. Hope you cry. <laughs> Megan, number two. Uh, my number two is Sleeping Sickness by City and Color. Mm. And I love this song so, so much. Um, and every time I'm sad and I want to feel bad about myself, I play this. And I marked, if you play from 222, um, it's my favorite part, and I'm 99% sure that this part isn't actually sung by Dallas Green. What? I think it's sung by someone else in a different um, a different band. I think when I looked online, it says someone from um, the band Tragically Hip. Oh, I've never heard oh, of Oh, really? Yeah. Gord, Gord Downey. <laughs> but I was always like, I don't think this is the this is Dallas Green, because his voice is like just a little bit more nasally. But I love the lyrics of the song. I love the lyrics of this part. I love the whole chorus. Mm-hmm. He, um, he makes good music. He really does. And everything he has is pretty sad or even his happy stuff kind of sounds sad. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like City and Color a lot in the song. It, um, I don't know. It just always makes me... He's always like, like... I feel like I can relate. He's the kind of guy who I feel like is always singing about a girl like he's going to yeah this is more about like if you if you can play it and see it's more i'm like waiting a, for you to not, tell me i thought you I mean, before you just played it while i was talking so all right yeah but you didn't have a specific time so i'm breaking down That's the yeah. chorus. So I look, I think it might have played while I was talking. I think the beginning of it from, oh. um, but that's okay. I really like People that. People can look it. Have you ever heard that song before? No, I haven't. I've never. Hold on, just play it really quick from two <laughs> two twenty two. No, because the do you know good. City and I'll Color? Did I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, not even close to two twenty two. Oh, I messed up the numbers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. That's okay. Yeah, this is it. that's the the verse yeah. i know i just love the um that's really good yeah i just love the idea of being like i've become a simple souvenir of someone's guilt and mm. i just i don't know when i first heard that line i was like oh, oh this is great i'm but, just gonna um, i i feel like i've mentioned this before uh to you like we've talked about this but like uh, we've you know we recommend stuff to each mm-hmm. other mostly it's true crime podcasts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but i feel like there are certain um bands and songs that uh, if I hear, I'm like, oh, Megan would be into this. So from now on, I'm just going to like send yeah, it to send you. them my way. Yeah. Definitely. No, because I like yeah. the stuff that you listen to too, because you've recommended stuff. Um, and I really like that. Yeah. That's good. Have, do you listen to City and Color? Or no, I, I will check them out now. Yeah, I'm always looking really for something new to listen to. I feel like I'm in the same state of like just listening have to Have you tried Guar? So City and Color. <laughs> no, no one wants to listen to Guar. Everyone should. Um, City and Color's lead singer is Dallas Green, like yeah. City and Color. The and City he is Dallas. the lead singer of um, Alexis on fire oh really yeah oh man that's weird yeah, yeah. and then he also so he had he had alexis on fire and then he had city in color and now i think he has 
just like Dallas Green is like his his own folk yeah. stuff. Wow. He's city, yeah, city in color. I think. Um, I don't know. That was from yeah, Alex is on fire. <laughs> we used to know someone named um, Alex, and his screen name was Alexis on fire. And uh, for a long time, I was like, "Oh, this band, Alex, Alex is on is fire." On fire. <laughs> it's not wrong. Yep. Uh, I was watching Empire Records the other day, and uh, I didn't oh, didn't oh. know that Guar was in it. I don't say Guar's in that movie. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mark, you love the band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll take that as a yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't wait, man. Uh, so my number two uh, sad song is from uh, a band, Death Cab for Cutie. Cool. And it is What Sarah Said. Very sad. This song hits me right in the heart bone. Um, is anyone unfamiliar with this song? Me. I don't know it. You don't? Nope. No way. So um, this song is about... Um, the song is about the feeling in the moment of the from the perspective of essentially being in like a hospital waiting room while someone you care about is pretty much dying in any capacity. It's very The Week of the Ends has a song like that. Is it Ooh. called what, what Sarah said? No, it's called <laughs> Hospital Vespers. <laughs> oh, the Vespers. I do declare. <laughs> Fetch my fainting. Now you, <laughs> now you settle down now. I got the Vespers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm Princess Vespa. <laughs> I'm Savannah. A voodoo lobster. <laughs> uh, anyway, this song's very sad. <laughs> This intro is 20 minutes long, so just bear with me, okay? You've never heard this? <laughs> we only got 19 and a half more minutes to go. <laughs> you could have been talking over this. Hold on, right there. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and two, three, and go. And it just ends with... <laughs> And that's the song, pretty much. <laughs> wow, that was really sad. Uh, no, I'll. What, uh, what um record of theirs is plans? It? Plans. Yeah, that's like their big one. Is that yeah. the one with Soul Meets Body? Yes. I will follow you into the dark. I know that one. Yep. All right, this is where it is. So brutal as the as each descending beat on the LCD took you a little farther away from me. Oh boy, it's oh. a really sad song. So, so the lyrics, I got, I got the lyrics of this song are sad, but the like music doesn't make me feel sad. I don't know why. I don't know. It's all minor chords. Yeah, literally the synopsis of sad music. It's true. I feel um, like the music makes me feel. Like, I think it's um, the tempo little, that's getting you. But yeah. I think the tempo makes me feel like not like um. I don't want to say like 
like anxious, but just thinking of like sitting in a hospital room and like the beat kind of going like that, I feel right. like it's like it complements the song. They do a good job at like, yeah, creating an ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I love songs that tell a story and give you that imagery. And this one is so specific to this situation. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, really uh, enjoy it. But man, it, Hits me hard. There's a song that I left off my list that gives nothing but imagery, but we'll talk about it after. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the reeked of piss in 409. That was yeah. a good line because I feel like that's... That's what those places that's smell like. exactly yeah. what it it's is. Just it's cleaner in urine. A, yeah, just a... Piss and Windex. <laughs> um, piss and vinegar. But there's like another that. line in the song is uh, where like the song kind of breaks down and it's uh, it just goes, love is watching someone die. And it's just brutal. That is yeah. hard. And then it echoes yeah. too. So who's going to watch you die? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just exactly. over and over again. Oh, damn it, Megan. Yeah. Stop, stop understanding so who's music. Who's going to watch you die? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? It'll come find. up. Yeah, it'll come up soon. Yeah, it's brutal. I'm sad. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> very haunting. Yeah. Oh boy. But this song for me, like this song. When did this song come out? I was right to just stick to the Postal Service. Yeah. Postal Service, also a good band. Yeah. But this song reminds me very much of at the time my friend who got hit by like a. I'd never like experienced anything like that. My friend Rachel got hit by a truck. You talked about this years ago. Yeah. I mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah. And this song just reminds me of like being, ex- I mean, I was in like waiting in the ICU and it's just like no one knew what was going to happen. And at that point, it was easily like the closest person to me to be in like a situation like that at all. And it was just brutal, 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 brutal. And my wallet got stolen in the oh, ICU. Could it get any worse? Yeah. It's so like when you're in those environments and it's so sterile and harsh lighting yeah. and you're mm-hmm. feeling so sad. It's such a weird disconnected yeah. disassociation. You're just like, where am I? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the worst. One of the harshest things about that. So she got hit by a truck and she suffered a massive head injury. Um, so they flew her to Boston and they had like immediate brain surgery and like reconstructed her skull and everything. Uh, but like, so no one had seen her at all, right? No one knew anything about it. Cause she was immediately in surgery for like X amount of hours, but they were moving her to ICU for like recovery. So like they were, they were going to wheel her past where we were. So like, and the one thing that no one even thought of was that they had to shave her head. Yeah. And it was just like, so fucking jarring Yeah, because she like compl- her face completely swollen. I just surgery, right? Huge major surgery. But like, just I just remember like her parents like just losing it because of her hair. Yeah. And I was like, oof. It changes. It totally changes. Yeah, it you. sets it makes it real. Mm-hmm. It was fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but she uh she recovered Good. and she's doing well. She has a uh, a child. Wow. <laughs> and she's uh, awesome. being okay now. Does she listen to the show? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Right. Well, if she still right. listens. I'll I'll Hi, tell uh, <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> "Hey, we mentioned okay. you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad you made it. Glad you're good. Uh, that's my number 2. And Wait, have you gone? No, because I... All right. This is... You've done this a couple times I do now. It all I'm time. after you. Well, because you never want to go first. Yep. And I always make that person go, because I also don't want to go Whoa, first. I have a name. That uh, person. You know, the person who sits in that chair. Fro is his name. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Kristen, please. Number two. My number two is a song by Regina Spector, and the song is called Samson. 
I want to talk to say. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> you saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> what is it? What's Bitch, that? you know what I want? Uh, you ever seen Sorry, Half-Baked? Sorry, not Samson, just Samson without the P. I think oh. I said a P John K. Samson. Yeah. Samsonite. Uh, <laughs> Regina Spectre. I could want to say Rebecca Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Spectre. What has she been up to? Regina? Rebecca. Yeah. Does she still make it? Yeah. I don't Regina know and Rebecca. Recently. And um, Becky. But could you start it at 222? Whoa. Uh, listen, the last time this happened I know it actually is 222. I know. Oh. No. Um, I... Uh, more or less, am haunted by the number two twenty-two. Ooh, that, that's yeah. bizarre. What a weird thing to say. Yeah. Mentioned well, twice it's, tonight. I know. That's why I'm like, I wasn't gonna say anything when Megan said it, but like the fact that it was brought up again, it was like, whoa. I can't wait to hear because it's like two hundred and twenty-two like, ounces in a soul. <laughs> I, I don't know what the significance is, but I like for the last like ten or fifteen years, it like pops up you in see it, the stranger. Yeah, that's weird. I know. Have you ever tried to pl- like? play those numbers just well i don't know can you play two 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 <laughs> it's like two a, and 22 yeah uh so all right do that. you want to hear it no yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> samson went back to bed not much hair left on his head he ate a slice of wonder bread and went right back to bed oh he couldn't bring the columns down he couldn't destroy a single one History books forgot about us, and the Bible didn't mention us. Not even once. You are my sweetest downfall. I loved you first. Okay. Wow. <laughs> It's a it's a sweet song. I don't know if you know Regina Spector, but she has a really powerful voice. She is that the one who did Waitress? No, that's Sarah Bareilles. I can't, they're all Regina Spector. She's she's done music. Um, I don't know what was her like big song. Fidelity. It's like uh, 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 uh. oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I've heard the name before. Yeah. yeah, that song's awesome. Yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds good. like she has uh, a few good songs. Aaron Neville on like a skip track. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sound like the smoking popes. That uh, <laughs> that um, it's just about like a simple love, and there's like a she just talks about cutting his hair herself, and just like crawling back into bed. And there's a re- re- repetition in it of your hair was long when we first met. Your hair was long when we first met. Do you know what that's in reference to? Is it something? Yeah, Samson. <laughs> Samson is a mythological. Uh, I don't know if he's a god, but essentially. He was super strong, and the source of his power was his hair. Oh wow! Yeah, Look at that hmm. it's um, it's just a pretty like obviously her voice is beautiful, but I like the subject matter and. So I, I think I think what you just told me from there, if I for the quick second I've heard it, sounds like it's really like um, like a metaphor, like the fall of like a strong guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like her being his, you know, Person. comfort. Yep. Yeah, it's uh. Like the history books forgot about us. The Bible didn't mention us. Yes. It's such a nice, um, I mean, it's sad, but it's just talking about how people are in love all the time and everywhere and it's not no big deal. Like we're in, you think it's special and you think it's book worthy and the history, history books should talk about you because your love is so special and important, but really it's not. It's just another love and sometimes you lose it and... So the quick thing is Samson, a Hebrew, a legendary Israelite warrior and judge uh, or divinely inspired leader, renowned for the pro- uh, prodigious, 
uh, prodigious strength that he derived from his uncut hair, he is portrayed in the biblical book of Judges. Wow. Yeah. So it's, she talks about like cutting his hair and um, yeah, oh, about how cool. it was long when they first met. That's like a repeated line, but it's just a pretty song. A pretty sad a song. A sad song. Well, I like me, her a lot. Let me clean this house. If you like the show, support you go. Go to makefun.network and become a fun butt. Uh, you can put your list in here. We have a ton. For this episode, um, I don't know if we'll get to them all because I don't know if uh, at this point we can. But you can do all that. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top 5 of Death. And if you have a death on how you died, send that to top 5 death at gmail.com. Always the number five. And please give us a five-star review on iTunes if you don't mind. Jerk. <laughs> uh, but that brings us to number one. DJ, what is the number one sad song? My number one sad song is unequivocally the saddest song of all time. Careful! <laughs> I think I have the unequivocal sad song. I'd be if it's if it's the same one, then it is decided. I mean, if it's mainstream, we might have the same one. It was <laughs> okay. My number one is Tears in Heaven. By no, Eric oh not mine. yeah, not mine. But that is up there. Uh, this song is so fucking soul crushingly sad. Can I be honest? I've never heard it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what. You're about to. Do you, do you know that you haven't, or do you think that you haven't? I think I haven't. No, you, okay. you probably have. I just don't know Eric Clapton, so I don't. Yeah, neither do you I. You don't know who he okay. is at all? He's, he sings Layla. Layla. Oh, I mean, again, I, I've heard that song for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he sings cocaine. Yeah. You don't lie, you don't lie. That song's really sad. Once it lie. starts playing, I'm sure I'll be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll oh, and he sings uh, Wonderful Tonight also. That's a mm-hmm. great song. I love that song. I don't know. Is it Tears for Heaven? Or? No, Tears no. in Heaven. In Heaven. This is a very cool guitar song. Yeah. Of course, it was Eric Clapton. Uh, DJ, do you want to explain the story behind the song as to why it's so sad? Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> song. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, so the song is about his son who uh, tragically passed away at six years old. He So when I was a kid, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, this was like a, his, like a uh, wives' tale. Yeah, so his son fell out of a window. Oh, my. And I was like, that... I, I couldn't... I'd never heard of a kid dying before. Yeah. And it just crushed me. And... I always thought up until like a few years ago that it was like he fell out of like the second floor of his house window and like, you know, died that way. I found out very recently he fell out of like a 45 story skyscraper. Oh my no. God, how? I thought it was, I thought he fell out of like a house, like a oh, second no. floor of his house. Now I have to look this up. He fell, yeah. he fell out of, uh, so. Um, how do I put this in the Google? <laughs> Eric Clapton's uh, ex-wife or ex-girl, his ex um, had, their son. He was like away on like whatever. And um, they lived in a, uh, you know, like an apartment in like a really tall building in New York. And every week they would have a maid come in and clean the windows. 49 stories. 49 oh. fucking stories. Oh my and God. She, so heartbreaking. They, she usually had the door locked um, while she was like, you know, kind of like blocking the kid off from like where she was cleaning. She would, you know, lock the door so he wouldn't come in. Because she would have to take like the windows out mm-hmm. to wash them, and so 
one one day, uh, the door was unlocked. The kid came in and started running. He ran like up to the window and fell out. Oh, and you know what's crazy? As I'm just looking yeah. at the news stories for this. 49 stories, 47, 53. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere from... It's very high. 40 yeah. to 50 Higher stories. than we thought. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was like, I don't know, maybe because I was younger, I just pictured it being like my house. Yeah. yeah that's so, exactly what I did. Yeah. So a floor is roughly 10 feet. So this kid fell like 400 to 500 <gasps> feet. Yeah. <sighs> which so is terrible. Fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Eric that, Clapton wasn't there. He, I think he was like on tour or oh something. My God. Or, or just like... You know, like it's such a tragedy. It, I mm-hmm. it blew my mind. Like if it blew my mind when I was a kid when I thought he just died because he fell out of his you know bedroom window. I, so here's something stupid. But when I same exact thing, right? Uh, same synopsis. I heard it as a kid. I was convinced that if you fell out of any window, you would die. That yeah. was like I just didn't <laughs> understand gravity at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if you for I just very distinctly remember as a child being so afraid of falling out of a window. Regardless, it could be a window that's on display that someone's trying to sell you. It's not even attached to a house. But if you go through that window, you will die. Yeah, it's curtains. It's curtains, baby. Um, <laughs> but there's a, a part later in the song where he says, uh, I must be strong and carry on, but I know I don't belong here in heaven, which is like, oh. this guy fucking blames himself for it. He, he wasn't even there. And mm. it just like, I mean, I think no matter where you are, in relation to your kid, if they like die, you're always going to feel guilty. Like you did something wrong, even Absolutely. if it's like from yeah. illness. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's just like I can't imagine a song sadder than this. I can't mm-hmm. imagine him singing it. Well, that's I, what I was just I thinking. I wonder yeah. if he performs it. That's like so still sad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't even know if he still performs really. Yeah, but, like it's pretty old. Yeah, he he dated Cheryl Crow. For like that's too old. A little wow. Yeah, th- I thought that she too, but I was like, no, his son died. He, <laughs> he, he needs a, a win. <laughs> that's a very sad song, but I I, yeah. st- I I will still argue mine is sadder, and I have a very specific reason why when we get to it. Um, Interesting. That's such a bummer. Sorry, I'm still yeah. on it. I'm still, <laughs> yeah, I'm still we need, we need it. to come back no. goofy next week. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Top five uh, happy songs. Happy songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, happy, happy joy, joy from an instant beat. Happy birthday. <laughs> and we're done. Uh, Megan, your number one sad song. Now I feel like my sad song is nothing compared to that yeah. sad song. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh is it Ja Rule? No. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you can yeah. guess, guess who it is. I know who it is. Oh, it's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she sings a song called All Too Well. And it's my favorite song. And it's a super sad song. And if you like sad songs that tell stories, um, she basically tells a story from start to finish of her relationship. Um, what album? It's on the Red album. I do like that album. And um, so I wrote down to start playing it at a minute 40, but I think that might be wrong because I think the song's like four minutes long. So try like three minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> what was the song? All Too Well. All Too Well. Let me find it. There's a lot of fucking songs in this album. Yeah. Yeah, you really get your money's worth. All Too... There it is. Yeah, there try like 340. 340 at what the did end? You just How long? <laughs> <laughs> I think she, she swapped out that T for an N. I know, it sounded like horny. Do I make you How horny, many? baby? Yeah, because I think I... Yeah. This is close enough. <laughs> Matt is pissed. I don't know this song at all. I don't know where to look. So this is like the end of it when she really gets into it. The breakdown. 
Is that good? good enough, yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, I could listen to the whole song because it's it's probably I'd say like my top three favorite Taylor Swift songs. Um, but I love it so much because it starts off if you listen to the whole thing. Which if I listen to your songs, DJ, you have to listen to oh, all too no. well on the way home. <laughs> the caveat. Um, but um, but yeah, but she starts off talking about like this new romance, like they um are hanging out and they're like you know dancing in the kitchen in the refrigerator light and like all these like you know just like kind of like. That's a nice imagery. Yeah, you can see that. And then she goes to meet his family. And then, um, you know, and then basically the whole thing is that she remembers all of the good parts and the bad parts all too well. Um, And in the song, she talks about like a scarf that she has that she, um, you know, she has a scarf and then she left it at um, his sister's house. And, um, you know, she kind of like envisions him like um, like she left it there on purpose and he didn't mail it back. And um you know, she now he has a scarf, so she sort of envisions that, like, you know, the scarf still smells like her, and he keeps it. And it's just a really sad song, and it's a good breakup song. If anyone is, you know, just wants something relatable, you can listen to this because it's from start to finish. It's a really, really long song, and when she plays it at all of her concerts, people go nuts. Oh, really? And it's about Jake Gyllenhaal, what? Which means that Maggie Gyllenhaal, his sister, is the one with the scarf. Huh? So. Whoa. <laughs> That yeah. is a scoop if I've ever heard one. Yeah, so you can listen to it and envision yourself, or you can envision Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. I do love together. the Gyllenhaals. Yeah, mm. I mean they're good, but it's funny because um, Maggie Gyllenhaal was on something, and someone asked her like, "Oh, do you have Taylor Swift scarf?" And she was like, "Why do people keep asking?" Me this? <laughs> she has no oh, for yeah. years and years. She had no idea, and finally someone was like, "Oh, have you heard the song?" And she um, she never heard the song before, but every time she gets interviewed or talks to someone, people are just constantly asking if she has Taylor Swift's scarf because in the song it says that she left it at the sister's house does she answer them wow How, well she doesn't know what she she never knew what they were talking about until like and recently that's this, this like interview that, happened like a year ago there's not another oh. sister no i don't think so she's um, cool but yeah but that's my that's my number one sad song and um i don't know it's really emotional i think i love taylor swift so everyone should listen uh, oh okay <laughs> all right so my number one sad song which I will argue to the death. There's a lot riding on this. That was the saddest song ever written. My number one is... It's Guar. (laughs) It's Sick of You by Guar. Uh, No, it is Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks. Oh, yeah. Um, This song is remarkably sad. The reason being is because he, uh, he wrote this song. He recorded this song because he was diagnosed with cancer. And he was dying, and he wrote this song as a goodbye uh, to the people that he loves. Uh, so it is a unique moment in music where they are singing their own last song, and it's very sad. Um, so I'll just play a little bit for you. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten Together we've climbed hills and trees Learned of love and ABC Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees Goodbye my friend, it's hard to die 
through that two more times where he sings the next one is to his dad and then the last one is to a ch- uh, his child it's very sad so like the last one whoops sorry <laughs> that's not a good part um, but yeah so it's just I think this is a part of the last one or is this just a reprieve here I wish that we could both be yeah, this is the one that kills me. goes on and on it's so sad it is the yeah. saddest song ever written that is really sad That's it is the sad. saddest song it's no tears in heaven but it's really sad mm. I, I i will concede that musically tears in heaven is a better song mm-hmm. Just, yeah i mean subject matter like my argument is this guy has one verse about his, like he's dying and he's dedicating it to his child yes eric clapton has a whole song about dedicated to his yeah, but child. Eric Clapton is singing it from the perspective of a, a very unfortunately common perspective of a remembrance. He is singing it. He records the whole song knowing that this is the legacy that he's leaving and this is his, this is his chance to say goodbye. Yeah, that's nice. And dealing with his own death. And Exactly, and yeah. dealing with his own death. A lot more death per capita. Both, both, <laughs> are, both are very, very sad. But yeah. mine is sadder. We'll leave it up to the voters. Well, uh, we sure will. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to that song. It's a that's great song. A, that's a, like, that's a really powerful song and I almost cried listening to it <laughs> just now. Eva is crying I know, right now outside of the door. It's because it's so damn hot in here. I know, I'm it's sorry. very I'm toasty. Trying, try, ooh, there we go. I'm trying to, oh, podcat. <laughs> um, it's hard to like, yeah. But whenever I think of a sad song, if someone's like, hey, what's the saddest song? This has been this song came out in the seventies, so well before any of our time. But I've just always known the song to be, you know, super, super sad. And it always like just I don't know. It's just I can't imagine being in that situation. And like that's kind of a like a nice gift to his family to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. So um, is he a musician? Before he made that song? Or he, he made that song? But not a that- successful one. Oh. This okay. is the this was his only hit i don't know if i could listen to it if i was like his family member right i know you mean tough Mm -hmm. i like i've had um uh someone close to me pass away and after they passed away i realized that they had an answering machine message like on my phone and i had to delete it i didn't want to be tempted to hear their voice yeah i mean i probably should have like kept it or whatever but 
uh, I don't know if I could have handled it. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. That's too much. It's mm-hmm. brutal. But that's yeah. my number one. Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jack. Ter- ter- what a 70s name. Terry <laughs> oh, Jacks. <yeah. laughs> Everybody so ask awesome. me, Terry Jack. Did we get uh, submissions? Uh, Kristen has to oh, go. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hurry up. Forgettable. <laughs> All right, my number one's uh, Sick of You by Guar. <laughs> um, uh, my number one is Never Meant by American Football. Love it. We just listened to that. Yes. It's um, it's a sad song I listen to when I'm sad. It's very instrument heavy on the instruments. It's not a lot of words, not a lot of lyrics, but the lyrics that are there are just um, sad. Like, well, one of... I think if you want to start at 238. <laughs> 222. You got it. Hey. 238. Um, like there's a line he just says, I just think it's best. You can't miss what you forget. It's about like moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay. We just said the line, um, let's just pretend that everything between you and me was never meant. I do like the guitar riff. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever listened to them? No, they, a lot of people around me really were into them. It just, it wasn't, is there, I mean, I'm sure you've had this happen. There's been bands where it's just like, they weren't, they didn't hit me at the right time yeah, in my yeah. own life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. how this band is for me. Yeah. Yeah. This is a nostalgic band for me. I lis- I've listened to this song for years. Mm-hmm. The whole CD is really good, though. But it's just it's just nice because when you're trying to move on, you feel like this. You're just like, if only I could just forget mm-hmm. everything and move on, then it would be easier. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I like the way that sounded. I like that guy's voice. Mm. Yeah. Mike Kinsella. Yeah. Kinsella. I also appreciate the band name. American yes. football. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a Hard Times article that um, referenced like a spike in and Google's for American football and like how it confused, how they're confused during like football season. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the fun butts because there's a fucking million of them. Oh, wow. So I'm just going to, I'm going to blast through. All right, everybody. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, Mike Dill, number five. Sorry about that. Alkaline Trio, number four. Masquerade in the Key of Crime, The Strider. That's a fucking throwback. Three, Everybody Hurts, REM. Number two, The Best Deceptions by Dashboard Confessional. Uh, number two A, fuck you, Mike. I'm not gonna read it. Uh, number one, sorry seems to be the hardest word. Elton John. I don't know that song. Uh, is there a way you can pull up the Facebook on the TV so we can read along? Sure. Yes, please. So I have it on my phone. Okay, dokie. Uh, so there we go. There's that. 
Dave Roldan, there's only one answer, and it's Angel by Sarah McLaughlin, <laughs> while a bunch of dogs in cages stare at you because you're not adopting them. <laughs> uh, Mitch Mint, the freshest butt. Uh, number five, Mad World. Number four, Gloomy Sunday. Number three, Angel, those poor animals. Number two, Whiskey Lullaby. Number one, Heartaches by the Number. Don't know that. Brian Davis, number five, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. I mean, that number four, Pearl Jam, Last Kiss. That was the one I was mentioning earlier. That's a good one. Number three, Johnny Cash, Hurt. Number two, Prince slash Sinead. Nothing compares to you. Prince? Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, Prince wrote the song Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that. Made it yeah. famous. Oh, number one, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Yeah, baby. Josh Barkin, the dog butt. <laughs> number, f- <laughs> number five, uh, the messengers, when you die. Menzingers. Menzingers, <laughs> when you died. Number four, Chumped, Dear Emily Dickinson. Number three, The Wonder Years, I Just Want to Sell Out My Funeral. Number two, off with their heads, clear the air. This guy rules. Hey, Josh Bart. Does, do we know who Josh Barkin is? I don't know. He's got a Slurms McKenzie. But I uh, love his list. Hey, Josh, Josh yeah. Barkin, our friend Fisher is the drummer of off with their heads. That's what we, we were talking about earlier. Um, that's, that is a good song, too, clear the air. Number one, tor- uh, Touche Amore, eight seconds. Kristen Animal Kingdom, number one, I really just have <laughs> to, uh, off the top of my head, Iris Goo Goo Dolls. That's a good song. I can't help thinking about Nick Cage giving up his angel wings to be with a woman only to have one night with her and have her get targeted, uh, tragically hit by a truck the next day. <laughs> uh, Let Her Go by Passenger. Hey, that's that song. Yeah. Serious sadness for the, fir- uh, the first time I ever heard the song. Uh, I was on my way to see my grandma, who I was told wasn't going to make it through the night. An hour after I got there with her, Holding her hand, she passed away. Grandma's are the best. Aww. Erica Chapel, number five. I can feel a hot one. That's a good song. Manchester Orchestra. Number four, Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. Number three, Hey Jupiter, Tori Amos. Number two, Something I Can Never Have, Nine Inch Nails. Number one, Adam Song, Blink-182. That is... That was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been. Yeah. Kevin Weaver, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. The Christmas Shoes new, by New Song. The Christmas Shoes by New Song. Two... If he saddest songs in the world, uh, two of the saddest songs. Two, in the world. all right. Yo, proofread your shit, Kevin. <laughs> uh, Tears in Heaven is about. We already went over that, and also the Cats in the Cradle song is about a boy who just wants to play with his father. I almost put that one on my list. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a really one. long song, though. Uh, yeah, Drew Willingham. Uh, Goddamn, I love a good sad song. I will let a happy day get sad listening to some bummer shit on repeat. Uh, number five, The Vampire Time of and Memory, Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. True. <laughs> okay. Have you seen these two people? They're very hip. They're too hip to be like queens of the Stone Age. Uh, number four, Vermilion Part Two, Slipknot. Number three, Cold Dark Place, Mastodon. Number two, Sierra by Cursive. And number one, Hurt remake, Johnny Cash. I thought I would be seeing a lot of Hurt. Mm-hmm. So did I. John Weaver. Number five, They'll Need a Crane. They oh, might be giants. John Weaver, I love you, buddy. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Number four, Sorry. Blue in the Face by Alkaline Trio. Number yeah. three, I Get Overwhelmed, Dark Rooms. Number two, The Boy Who Blocked His Own Shot, Brand New. And number one, Nobody Home, Pink Floyd. John Weaver, nice. good list. Yeah, The Only Crane is one of my favorite They Might Be Giant songs ever. It's so good. <sighs> Look who it is. <laughs> it's Chucky. <laughs> it's me, Chucky. Oh, this is not the topic I thought it was. <laughs> number five, The White Buffalo, Black and Blue. Number four, Slipknot Snuff. Number three, Frank Turner, Long Live the Queen. Number two, The White Buffalo, Wish It Was True. And number one, Lord, Liability. First time I heard this song, I was on the run, and it made me stop and cry. (laughs) On the run? (laughs) On the run. (laughs) From the cops. I was on the run for committing a crime. 
was in the middle of finding myself worth of a crime. <laughs> Chucky. Uh, Jason Lindholm, number five. <laughs> the Living Years, Mike and the Mechanics. That's a cool band name. I don't know who that is. Uh, a song about not telling your dad how much you love him while you still can. Wow, I wonder if that is me. Number four, uh, Hurt, Johnny Cash. Number three, Far Behind, Candlebox, about suicide of a close fen- fend? friend. <laughs> Uh, it's a fender. Fender killed itself. Number two, the woman's work. Kate Bush, one of the most perfectly written and sung songs ever. Uh, the word "sung" is very weird. Hard to say. It's just when you sung. read it, it's weird. Number one, "Heavens Hung in Black." Uh, Wasp. <laughs> Perhaps no <laughs> other song can evoke such powerfully sad emotions in me than this masterpiece. Is that like the '80s band Wasp? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look is my mic on? Yeah. Right, I feel like I'm I can hear you. Turned down. All right, good. You're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu Colson, number five. Oh, Stu Colson, the handsome fun butt. Number five, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. Come on, Stu. Weird Al. Uh, Weird Al only. Uh, number four, Audio Slave, I Am the Highway. Number three, Johnny Cash Hurt. Number two, Fleetwood Mac, Landslide. Number one, Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Honorable, oh, that's from Canada. Uh, honorable mention, completely forgot about Harvest Moon by Neil Young, <laughs> that, an absolute masterpiece. Wait, why do you know he's from Canada? The way he spelled honorable. Honorable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the yeah. color. Harvest Moon is a really good yeah. song. I like that he put LOL after the Green Day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? I'm afraid to even show you his picture because you might leave me, Megan. Wait, is Harvest a Moon a sad song? I was considering it as like a first dance song for like a wedding. Um, my fiance is going to dance uh, with her father to that song. Okay, oh, yeah. I yeah. thought it was like a nice song. Yeah. Lucas Polanski, number five, Stay With Me, Sam Smith, number four, A Thousand Years, Christina Perry, number three, Say Something, A Great Big World, number two, Tears of Life, Pokemon, the first movie. I cry every time I think back to the scene when Ash turns to stone and all the Pokemon cry. Number one, Overwhelm, Tim McMorris. Anytime I hear the song, I begin to tear up because it makes me think about just how much uh, better my life has been with my fiance. So many major life moments occurred with slash because of her, and I couldn't imagine life without her. Wow. Wow, what a sweet, sweet man. Jordan Madej, number five, Twilight, Elliot Smith. That's a good one. Number four, a man slash me, then Jim, Rilo Kiley. Number three, Pitcher Window, Ben Foles. Number two, A Little Fall of Rain, Les Miserables. Uh, number one, Matthew 2521, The Mountain Goats. Woo! Uh, CJ Doubleday, number five, Some Came Running, Bane. Good pick. Number four, I Come Blood by Cannibal Corpse is a good song. Number three, Salen on Bad Brains. Number two, The Kids Are Dead, Hammer Bros. You know, you like Hammer Bros? Number one, Everybody Hurts, R.E.M., P.S. Frost Stinks. Cole Jensen, number five, Land of the Lost, Voca. Don't know who that is. Number four, Attached, Eli. Number three, Adam Song, Blink-182. Number two, Needle in the Hay, Elliot Smith. Number one, Stupid Mess, Gucci Highwaters. <laughs> Daniel Sepultura. Coming in. Well, I know I'm not going to get picked by these choices. Oh, we haven't picked anyone in like 10, 20 episodes, so don't worry about it. What does he mean by that? By picked. I used to award people. We used to pick a list, and we would vote them the winner, and I would send them a shirt, but I ran out of shirts, and we don't do it anymore. But oh. we, but something will be changing soon. Um, well, I know I'm not going to get picked by blah, 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 choices. I'm pretty sure nobody is going to know a lot of these songs, but I'll try to explain them the best I can and recommend people give it a shot and listen to them. But here it goes. Uh, number five, I Can't Tell You Why by the Eagles. Number four, Hey Jealousy by the Jim Blossoms. Number three, Usted, You by Luis Miguel. Usted. Usted. You uncultured <laughs> fucking asshole. Spanish. USA! Ever heard of it? USA. Uh, the song success to me because of Luis's powerful voice and the voice conveys very well what he is singing, which is about a woman who uh, is basically playing with his emotions, but he's still uh, stuck on her and she knows it. Okay, DJ, take it away. 
Uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, Ikomo SL. And how is he? That's the English translation. I'm uh, by Nico Hino Josa. Hino Hosa. A bare bones cover of a famous Jose Luis Perales song. You're killing me here, Sepultura. Uh, <laughs> the song sticks out to me because Nico is playing with only a classical guitar and nothing else in the back other than his voice. The song is about a man finding out his wife is in love with another man, and he starts asking her questions about the man, like what does, like what does he do, how they meet, and how he is, hence in the name of the song. Number one, DJ. Uh, Oi, may acorda de ti. Uh, I Remembered You Today by Jose Luis Perales. Uh, well, what kills me in the song is the composition of it, uh, the sound of the violins in the back with Jose's smooth voice. It just sounds sad. If you don't know what he says, but basically he talks about how he remembers an old relationship and he wonders if she's happy and what happened to her while in the end he's all alone. <sighs> Colin Perry, number five, release Pearl Jam. I'm not going to read any more things. Number four, see you around Power Bottom. Uh, number three, Waiting Around to Die, Towns Van Zant. Number two, Hurt Johnny Cash. Number one, In Germany Before the War, Randy Newman. Okay, Tommy Boone. I can only think of two on short notice. Alyssa Lies and One Holes in the Floors of Heaven. Both of these songs make me cry like a baby. Austin Nort, number five, Moments, Emerson Drive. Number four, Bother by Stone Sour. Number three, Pain, Three Days Grace. Number two, Perfect Simple Plan. Number one, My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. Uh, Stupid Fro. <laughs> commenting on the behalf of my wife sorry my wife uh fast car by tracy chapman that song rules yeah and that's a really, a good, really good pick what yeah, yeah it's a sad song i, I didn't got know a fast car i didn't know it was, <laughs> i only know it because we, we, <laughs> we spoofed it in the comic uh band the comedy band i was in that's the only reason uh, whatever number four cancer my chemical Rom- romance adam song blink 182 blue eyes crying in the rain by willie nelson and hurt johnny cash uh george zipperoni hopefully i made it Five, Everybody Cries, R.E.M. <laughs> Number four, one, Metallica. Number three, It's Bitty's Spider. It's Itsy. Itsy Bitsy. Nope. It says It's, it's, it's Bitty's Bitty. Spider. <laughs> I am not wrong on this one. Number two, Horse With No Name, America. Number one, Just One More Minute, Weird Al. Yeah. There's one more. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, Kristen. <laughs> All right, Graham Van Weirden. Number five, Tracy Chapman, oh Fast Car. Number four, Elliot Smith. Needle in the Hay. Number three, R.E.M. Everybody Hurts. Number two, Johnny Cash. Hurt. Number one, Coldplay Fix You. That is an actually sad song. Thank you, everyone, for everything. We are over two hours. Sorry. One of the longest <laughs> ones in recent history. Now my honorable mentions. If you like, okay. No, I don't want to do that. I if, wouldn't um, even let you. Oh, uh, really? Oh, fine. We're two hours in. What's the difference? We're in for, <laughs> no, just I go ahead. No, go ahead. What do you, honestly, do it because we're. Oh. If, if anyone's listening still, they're gonna fucking finish the episode. You're right. All right I'll just bust these out real quick and sure. just give one quick paragraph or two about them each. Sure, a couple <laughs> pages would be good. Uh, the Last End by John K. Sampson. Back when I was four by Jerry uh, Jerry Lewis, Jeffrey Lewis. Uh, no Children by the Mountain Goats. Uh, Father and Stun. Stun. Right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do this. Uh, Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Hallelujah, uh, Rufus Wainwright. Winter, yes. uh, Winter by Bayside, Anything by Neutral Milk Hotel, yeah. uh, When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. uh, Wildflowers, Tom Petty, uh, Be Good by Waxahachie, uh, Last Kiss, uh, Me and Magdalena by The Monkees. Me and Matt. Yeah. Me and Matt Delena. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, no Woman, No Cry, the Fuji's version, 
uh, Everything I Own by the Front Bottoms and uh, A New England by Billy Bragg. Yeah, those are like those a are lot good of ones. good ones. Kristen. Thanks, I just have a couple. Um, I had Winter by Bayside, Flashlight by the Front Bottoms, A Case of You by Joni Mitchell, Be Your Own 3 A.M. by Adult Mom, Nicest Thing by Kate Nash, um, You Don't Know How Lucky You Are by Keaton Henson. That was it. Any, Megan? Um, I have Lua by Bright Eyes, White Blank Page by Mumford & Sons, Kath by Death Cab for Cutie, at Adam Song, um, the Scientist by Coldplay. I should have had that on my list. Also, yeah. I love that song. Um, Somebody Else by the 1975. High and Dry by Radiohead. Uh, Parting Gift by Fiona Apple. The Night We Met by Lord Huron. And then these look like Strong Hands by Bayside. Oh, there's also another one by Jimmy Eat World called The Drugs. Drugs are me. Are me. That's, That's a good one. A really. I just have 40 more. Can I read them off I know. real quick? Real I quick. <laughs> I feel like I like my honorable mentions better than my real um, Everybody say what their Spotify is. Uh, all right. So thank you so much for enjoying the show. I'll go. I'll let you. This is my last honorable mention right here. Never take a bath. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for enjoying Top 5 of Death. And as always, smell you later.